And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this very special Election Day 2016 edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We are actually combining forces with CanadaFreePress.com, I believe one of the only radio programs or one of the only media uh, to do so in the United States, where we're actually getting the the information, the benefit of of our Canadian counterparts and, and having them comment, provide information information analysis as well into what we're seeing why because perspectives are different there the information is filtered different and of course judy mcleod arthur weinrib two people of course who've got their finger uh fingers on the pulse of american politics I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us ahead of time for the hour that preceded this on YouTube Live. This is an extended coverage, of course. We are having a six-hour program tonight, double our normal three hours. And, of course, this is now, if you're just tuning in now, uh, perhaps you didn't realize it, uh, but uh, actually we're going to have two additional hours in overdrive on YouTube Live that follows our normal programming. And, of course, I want to just let everyone know, folks, normally we broadcast live each and every weeknight, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Global Star Radio Network. That's the place to be. And also simulcast on Blog Talk Radio. We want to thank them as well. They're a a terrific outfit, by the way. And, And you can catch all of our live and archive programs on Global Star Radio, as well as BTR and YouTube as well. Until, well, the latter until you can't, right? It depends on what's in the cards, right? Folks, we've got two different websites, Hagman Report. That's for news information analysis and Hagman and Hagman. Dot com. Now, uh, of course, I've been I've been very active. Suddenly, I've there's been proof of life. I've been very active on my own uh, social networking feeds, Doug Douglas Hagman on Facebook, and also at Hagman PI on Twitter. I've oh my goodness, my daughter is actually giving me a tutorial uh, to uh, to show me how to do this the social networking stuff. It's kind of interesting. I do want to thank you for tuning in to this broadcast tonight. You could be, uh, and you may, you may have other programs in the background. I, that, I get that. That's, that's a good, <laughs> it's a good thing to do. Uh, we will be giving you election updates throughout the evening. And of course, um, it's, it's interesting how this is playing out. And I believe this is <laughs> regardless, uh, regardless, as I said at the beginning of the, uh, first hour unscheduled or first hour that's, uh, was not part of this, that, uh, we are in the fight the fight for the soul and for the heart of America. We are recovering from eight years of the most divisive man agenda entities, groups that this country has seen in modern history. And I know if you are a democratic national socialist or a progressive, some people call them Democrats, you would perhaps disagree with that. 
or or you might even shift the blame on on the, the uh conservative right well let me tell you something um here it is election day 2016 and isn't it something when all of the so-called conspiracy theories oh the right-wing nutcases you know got to put the tinfoil on isn't it interesting that we're seeing all of this being revealed it's biblical in nature portions of the nice broadcast brought to you by omaha steaks folks have you gone to omaha steaks they have got a very special package for you go to omahasteaks.com and in the search bar enter our promo code hh that stands for Hagman and Hagman. And there, take advantage of the specials that they have for you, our listeners. Now, we're going to start this segment of the show off uh, with a gentleman who's uh, no stranger to radio. He's a prolific author, and he's he's in battle. He's in battle. I've seen it. He's in battle for the hearts and minds of America. His name's Greg Jackson. Two G's. Greg, 2gsjackson.com. Greg Jackson, welcome to the show, brother. Well, it's always fun, Doug, being on the uh, greatest show in the world. And uh, that's not false flattery. I mean that. It's always an honor and a pleasure. And I have to be honest with you right now. Two things. A, I'm not stressed out in the least. Actually, three things. B, for a six-hour show, you better have had a couple of Ted's Purple Sticks. And C... I am walking my dog, Gunner, in Denver, and I'm more worried about my son, Jake Jackson, who's going to be running for president in 2032. At least John Robertson <laughs> thinks so. Uh, I'm more worried about his hockey game tonight than I am about Donald Trump because I do believe that Donald Trump, the human wrecking ball who is going to drain the swamp, will win. I'm about 99% sure in my spirit. What do you think, Doug? Wow. Well, you know, you you got feeling a real good? clear. You sound good. You you feeling good? You feeling energetic? Uh, you know, I I am. <laughs> I am. It, 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 but but you know what? It's this. It, but, but Greg, here's why I'm feeling good. It's not because of Donald Trump, although yep. that helps. I'm feeling good because I have seen. I believe the goodness in people, the revival, the potential for revival in people, because change is not going to come from Trump down or from Pence down, Trump-Pence down. No, change and revival is going to come from the bottom up, from the people, from the listeners, from the, the people like us, just normal guys, walking our dogs, having a family, engaging. This is where change is going to come from, because of these these putrid individuals who want to pervert our ideology, our, our, the country, our moral and, and spiritual, uh, fabric of the United States, if they think that they can win in a fight against Greg Jackson, in a fight against Doug and Joe Hagman, in a fight against Eric, the real tech Eric, they got another thing coming. To well, you, said. Yeah, yeah, um, no, yeah. no, absolutely, and, and obviously we gave, we give all the glory, honor, and praise to the Lord because we know that we wage not in the flesh, but, uh, in, in the spiritual realm and the, and the powers and principalities above. And we know that, uh, we can do nothing without the, uh, the guidance and the wisdom of, of the Lord. He's the source of our strength. He's always been the secret source of America's strength for 300 years of American yeah. history, even preceding our founding. You know, he's always you know, been. Greg- Source, and yeah, it's I, not rocket science. 
Exactly. And, and I've looked at this election from a political uh, vantage point. I've looked at it from a, uh, um, a number of different ways. But, you know, it all comes down to one thing. It's all the, the, the spiritual, uh, it's all the spirit. It's all the, it's within us that's really going to, it's really going to make a difference. And I believe, I believe in the American spirit. I believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic, the Judeo-Christian morality and spirituality is going to shine through in this 2016 election. Uh, I, I, I do believe well, that, but go ahead. You know, it, well, if you think about it, I mean, how much lower can we get? By the way, is, is Doug, is Joe there? I just wanted, didn't want to not say hi to Joe if he's there. Oh, he's Joe, he's listening. Hey, Jackie, Greg. Joe, Eric the Tech, love you guys. Great to be on the show with you. Um, hey, listen, um, I was thinking about it today. Um, just hitting a few balls because that's what I do on election day. I, you know, I want to just relax. So I hit a couple balls on the range today. Beautiful day here in Denver. Any, anyone I, I, I thinking, know? Can it? Can it? <laughs> that I was playing golf with? No, I wasn't. No, no, no. Wasn't playing. Oh, <laughs> anybody? That, oh, I see what you mean. No, no, yeah. no, no. It didn't land. Okay, I got it. No, I got you though. I got you, Doug. We've known each other long enough. I got you. Hey, um, but seriously, I was thinking to myself as I'm walking through a, the very posh Denver liberal neighborhood here in the uh, Cherry Creek area. I was thinking to myself, does it, could, could it get any worse than having a Muslim in the White House? Come on, let's face it. Barry Satoro, a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, is a, is a Muslim. A homosexual Muslim at that, married to a transvestite with a CIA director who is a converted Muslim, with Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton's right-hand woman, who is a Muslim, and who did I forget? Uh, forget any Muslims that... I mean, we've been essentially taken over, captured operation, whatever you want to call it. We have been taken over in this country, and it's been an inside job, and we the people have been asleep. We allowed this to happen... And frankly, uh, God, I don't think, I don't think that there was a politician, even a Christian one at that, who had the gumption to do what needs to be done in this country, at least on a, on a, uh, uh, political, uh, uh, level. And, and, and that's where I think Donald Trump comes into play. I mean, as much as I supported Mike Huckabee in the primaries, the bottom line is that Mike Huckabee is, uh, I love the guy to death, but he would never have referred to Hillary Clinton as crooked Hillary. He would never have said the type of things and helped expose the type of things that Donald Trump, the human wrecking ball, has done. Now, is Donald Trump, uh, you know, would I vote for him for, uh, you know, altar boy or a Sunday school teacher? No. I pray that the man gets saved. I know he's surrounded by many, many believers. And I do believe that God, and we've talked about this on your show ad nauseum over the past couple months with your phenomenal guests, that, you know, God uses people like Cyrus. He's used others that, uh, you know, Samson, uh, David, others that have been tremendously flawed. And to the best of my ability, Donald Trump hasn't murdered anybody. And, uh, you know, David had. And I don't doubt for a minute that we will see uh, David at the great banquet table when uh, we spend eternity in heaven with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The bottom line is this, Doug. The bottom line is that if this doesn't wake people up spiritually, 
to the fact that we, that we really, I don't think we could get any lower than what I just described. And that if we do get a respite, and I, and I believe in my spirit, Doug, I, I can't explain it, but I believe that the Lord is going to give us, he's merciful, and, you know, he, the Bible says that he wants no one to perish, and I believe that he is going to give this country a respite, a, a, a temporary abeyance of his judgment, and that's where Donald Trump comes in, and I believe that he uh, is going to expose a lot of the spiritual wickedness in high places, and it's going to scare a lot of people. And hopefully it'll scare them into recognizing the fact that we're not fighting a fleshly, earthly battle. We're fighting a spiritual battle, and hopefully it'll start with Christian men in this country and will uh, extend to the corporate body of believers of the Church of Jesus Christ. Because, but you know what, Greg? Uh, but, but Greg, one yeah, of the, uh, let me just let me just interrupt here. Um, we say this: the, the, the Christian body uh, of men. Uh, what I've seen shames me. I mean, what I've seen from Christian men who say, you know, I just can't bring myself to vote for for Trump. My goodness, they should be smacked up. In my view, smacked upside the head, metaphorically, or, or you know, uh, because what choice? Given the cards we have been dealt in the real world, I'm not talking about theory. I'm talking about the real world here. Uh, and by the way, uh, New Hampshire, it appears that uh, uh, Florida is going, uh, leaning heavily toward Trump, as is New Hampshire. Just to give you a little bit of, uh, you know. But, but anyway. Yeah, 58.4% Trump to 28.2% Clinton, uh, about 1% reporting in New Hampshire. Uh, it looks like he has taken the, it's all about a three to one lead. New Hampshire, 52.5% Trump, 41% Clinton, 1% reporting. And I think Kentucky's been called Trump, 65.6%. Hillary, 29.6%. Indiana has been called for Trump also, 62 Trump, 33%. Yeah, but but th- these are early. Right. But okay, aside from that though, what about the Christian men, Greg? And you know, I've seen you stand up, uh, with yeah. with grace, you've been, you've been privy uh, to a couple of emails. <laughs> yes, you've been, you've and, been privy and, to a couple some, of emails recently. And, and believe me, some of those emails include household names that engage in this. But 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 what's what do you make of the Christian men and women, but men in particular, the leadership who who don't who don't get it? Well, you know, you and I have talked about we we we've, we've spoken about Trump and. And, and how God, I believe, is using Trump to expose many facets of society and culture and the heart of, um, of America. And, and it just doesn't extend to the, the liberals, the liberal left, um, but also extends to the church itself. And I think, you know, that, that, that you, you've been privy to a couple of these emails where I've been taken to the woodshed because I'm supporting Donald Trump, who's supposedly a child killer, I don't know how anybody who's plans, who's uh, pledged to defund Planned Parenthood and put, uh, you know, pro-life judges on the Supreme Court and who supports overturning Roe versus Wade could be a child killer. But that's, I think, r- r- very revealing of a, ver- a fer- Pharisaical spirit uh, w- within the within the church. Um, and and so you know, on the left, they say, laugh, you know. That uh, Trump is vulgar, uh, but they, of course, didn't have a problem with Bill Clinton taking his pants down and, uh, you know, uh, 
doing all sorts of, uh, of unspeakable things to interns. Uh, and, and of, of course, uh, it's not reported about all of the trips to Epstein's uh, island, uh, nor are, is any of the WikiLeaks information about drinking blood and uh, child sacrifice and any of these demonic things that apparently Podesta and the Clintons take part in. But the left goes after, you know, Donald Trump because he said some vulgar things in the past, locker room talk. And then so you have that on the left, which is blatant hypocrisy. And then on the right, certain factions on principle are saying, we're going to vote for a third party candidate or not vote at all. And my my belief on that, Doug, is that, listen, first of all, Daniel chapter two and Romans chapter 13 both acknowledge the fact that God chooses our leaders. So whatever the outcome of this election is, God will have allowed it. Just like he allowed Barack Hussein Obama to become president in 2008 and 2012. And so at the end of the day, Doug, um, I, I, I do believe that if God allows Donald Trump to become president of this country, he will do it. Uh, to, to to give us time so that uh, hopefully the church can get its act together enough to, because look, I, I'm not voting for Donald Trump, although there's a lot that I respect about him, and I'll be honest with you, Doug, the more I hear the guy talk, the more I like him. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what did you just say? Whoa, 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 I can't, I can't let the this more go. I hear did you just, the more I did hear you just Donald say I'm not voting for Donald Trump? Like, no, I said I, I am not voting for Trump as much as I'm voting for what he represents. The oh, I got you. Okay. And this is what you've been... I've already, I voted for Donald Trump two weeks ago. So did my wife, and so did my 93-year-old neighbor, who I had to fill out her ballot for. But she signed it. Miss Dorothy, we love her. But the long and short of it is, Doug, that, that uh, you know, what I've recognized is that, you know, I have a chapter in my book, The Lesser of Two Evils is Still Evil. And I've been accused of people of violating that by voting for Donald Trump. My argument has been is, all along, is that Hillary Clinton is a satanic coven witch who eats, you know, drinks blood, apparently, and uh, who, you know, supports child murder, and apparently is engaged in pedophilia, although that's being covered up. That is demonic. That is evil. Donald Trump, I wouldn't consider to be evil. Is he a sinner? Yes. I was before I was saved, forgiven of my sins, and I pray that Donald Trump will get saved. He's not already. I don't know the state of the condition of Donald Trump's heart. So it's unfair for me to say. But I will say that Donald, Donald Trump uh, certainly represents the core biblical values that, that I believe in, and therefore, I mean, look, how can you say that he's evil? Carnal, yes. Evil, no. And I think it's a stretch for when Christians, Doug, I think you would agree, and Joe say, oh, both of them are terrible. I'm not voting for either one of them. Well, that shows me that you don't have a lot of biblical discernment. It shows me that you're spiritually immature. To, to, to put those two in the same category, I find to be offensive. Donald Trump is carnal. He's not evil. Hillary Clinton is a satanic witch. And if you vote for Hillary Clinton, I fear for your soul. Because it, 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 it's showing the fruit of somebody whose heart is so hardened 
that you can't acknowledge because it's been out there, Doug. People can't say that they don't know about Hillary Clinton, what she stands for, what she's been involved in. I know that a lot of it is not exposed in the mainstream media, but people know, Doug. People know. That's why I believe she's going to lose in a landslide tonight. What say you? I, I hope you're right. Hmm. Uh, Donald Trump. What do you winning, think, Joe? In a landslide. You know, one thing that really bothers me about this is the media, because they have been the gatekeepers for the evil that has allowed the evil to continue, that has allowed the evil to uh, expand, and has not even attempted to reveal it in any way. Instead, they have covered it up every step of the way. They are the establishment establishment media, and as Greg Hunter said yesterday, there is no real investigative journalism left in the mainstream media. It is completely in the alternative no, media. And yeah. the alternative media and many of their personalities have a fantastic ability to do uh, to, to, with journalism and journalism that rivals, you know, some of the best journalists that we've seen in history. But, but by the way, Joe and, and Greg, can you imagine a Trump victory, what the press pool at the White House is going to look like? Yeah, it, well, let me, let, let me, let me just say this, Joe, that you, you're exactly right. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, you had Greg Hunter talking about, I think, the stock price of the Washington Post and, and, and other mainstream media. I mean, the New York Times revenue, I think, is down almost, you know, uh, close to like 80% drain in revenues. I mean, these, these are fledgling old media organizations that are going to be replaced by the likes of True News and, and, uh, you know, the Hagman and Hagman report, which you guys are already dwarfing MSNBC, uh, you know, all of their, their programming combined. So I think what you're seeing is a radical shift right now. But here's my prayer, guys. My prayer is that if Donald Trump wins tonight, that the church, the body of Jesus Christ, is eternally grateful to the Lord, and that we recognize that we were on the precipice, and that God is is the secret source of our strength and our salvation, and that we start acting like the church. You know, people will say, well, you know, Donald Trump, he, he doesn't have anything on his website about judicial supremacy or or uh, marriage or, or the sanctity of human life. Well, that may be true, uh, but here's, here's what I would, here would here's, here's my appeal to those who, who doubt that he's going to lead on any of those issues, which, listen, if we don't end the slaughter of the innocent, the silent genocide, which has taken the lives of 60 million babies since Roe vs. Wade in this country, then our country has no hope. There's, there's not going to be, it doesn't matter, we could put border fences up that are 1,000 feet high, and it will not stop it, because unless the Lord build it, the people labor in vain. And so my, what my hope is, is that those surrounding Trump in the, at the beginning of his administration, and by the way, he seems a lot more coachable and teachable and receptive than a lot of Christians I know, by the way. And I think Donald Trump, if it were presented to him, the devastation that Roe versus Wade has wrought, and then it doesn't matter what size the baby is in the mother's womb, that we have to end the abortion holocaust and that he can do it. You've seen some of those text messages. You've seen some of those emails. Uh, and I'll just throw one name out, Mike Huckabee. 
I texted him the other night and said, Mike, you have Donald Trump's ear. Wouldn't it be something if you helped educate him on judicial supremacy, which is the specious notion that courts make law and that the other two branches have to uh, uh, enforce those uh, illegitimate court opinions as if they were de facto law? What if you were to bring it to Donald Trump's attention and help educate him that courts don't make law and that Roe vs. Wade and Obergefell and any of these illegitimate, unconstitutional court opinions are not the law of the land. And what if you told Donald Trump and shared with him, presented to him the opportunity that after 60 years of swallowing the lie that Roe vs. Wade is the law of the land, that a light bulb went off and he recognized that Roe should have been rejected and ignored from the very beginning in 1973, and that Donald Trump, the human wrecking ball, could be the one who ends the abortion holocaust in America and restores and renews and reestablishes and reasserts the right to life for all innocent human persons from conception to natural death, the most fundamental right that any human being possesses. Can you imagine that? I believe there's an opportunity for that, Doug. The question is, will the church get in the game and surround Donald Trump and, and, and other elected leaders to make that happen? Or will we just sit idly by and play church? That's the question. And that is the question. Greg Jackson, 30 seconds. Go. All right. The Bible says, in, and I want to leave your listeners with some hope and encouragement. People are feeling defeated. They're feeling fatigued. And mm-hmm. so I know I am. I have been for quite a while, but I see some. there's light at the end of the tunnel, folks. There is light at the end of the tunnel. If you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, you know that what the Bible says, and I'm just going to attempt to read this in the dark, but 2 Corinthians 4, but we have the treasure in jars of clay to show that all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death. And and that's what listeners need to be reminded of. Absolutely. If you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, you already have the victory. And if you're not, there's nothing more important than receiving him as your Lord and Savior and becoming born again. No Thank election. you, Greg. G- Got to cut you off right there. Love you guys. Love you guys. Give our best to Gunner. God bless you, Brother Rimber. Right back. Stay right where you're at, folks. Back, ladies and gentlemen, to this very special Election Day 2016 edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. This is a joint uh, a joint program between uh, and with 
CanadaFreePress.com. That's CanadaFreePress.com and the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, we've joined up, we've teamed up to bring you the coverage from North America, delivering you the news, the election news, well, all throughout Canada, United States, Central South America, all the way to Europe. And of course, we've got, uh, uh, right now somewhere around a hundred countries tuned in to this broadcast. And I want to say thank you to the Global Star Radio Network and thank you to BTR as well. I just got a, a, a news flash here, um, that I, I need to, I need to make this very clear. Uh, this according to the Secret Service Directorate, uh, to the Clinton detail. And quietly remove all ashtrays, all bric-a-brac and lamps from the rooms accessible to Hillary Rodham Clinton should things take an ugly turn. I don't know what that means. But, uh, interesting. You just brought an interesting thought in my mind. If she loses, will we ever see her again? Aside maybe one speech? Well, I'm sure if you go to a, a Beyonce or a Jay-Z concert, maybe they... I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm just asking because... Um, We've read the story, and I don't want to take away from our guests, but we know her temperament is just insane. She's insane behind the camera. Yes. Now, folks, I just want to caution everyone. Do not, don't, and, and then we're going to go to the guests. I'm going to toss it back to you, but folks, do not fall for this political football theater. Oh, they're up by one, they're up by two, down by one, down. Oh, it looks good for the, wait, wait, because they're, they're playing games. Trust me, they're playing games. That's all I want to say. Yeah, it looks good for Florida. It looks bad for Florida. Yeah. We have uh, with us, go ahead, John. John uh, Robertson, he is our Hollywood insider. He has done a number of fantastic things. Uh, he spoke at the Hear the Watchman conference in Dallas, where we met him again for, uh, I think, the second time. Spent a lot of time with him. I had fun. He's been working behind the scenes uh, with the Hagman and Hagman Report. And he's been doing a fantastic job of uh, just helping us with some logistical things, uh, getting great guests on that uh, he has contacted or has relationships with that have brought a lot to this show. And we just want to thank him for that before we move further. But, John, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report. It's been a while since you've been on air, even though we talked about it. <laughs> well, Joe, Doug, greetings and, and God's blessings uh, upon you and your families and certainly all of the Hagman and Hagman listeners who have chosen to join us on this crucial and historical night, uh, really at the crossroads of our nation's history. I also would be remiss if I didn't uh, just give a very special thank you to uh, Canada Free Press and Judy McLeod, who does an amazing job over there for supporting the show tonight, and of course, Todd at Global Star. Uh, what a great crew of people, don't you think? <laughs> You know, Steve Quayle says that uh, God does, uh, and the folks, this applies to you as well. God brings people into our lives. He also takes them out of our lives when necessary, but he brings them into our lives. And that's so true. So we have, uh, I'm just so blessed. I feel so blessed to know you and others like you and uh, other friends and, and Canada Free Press and, and most importantly, the listeners, the people we hear from by mail, email, um, by phone sometimes. And it's just fantastic. So, but, but brother, thank you for being there. Um, you're doing some just tremendous work and I just, uh, thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, well, Doug, it is not only my pleasure, but it is an honor 
to work uh, really on a daily basis with Joe and yourself, with JD, uh, with Eric, and uh, and the entire crew that makes the Hagman Report happen. And I know we're limited on time this evening, so uh, so with your permission, I'm going to jump right in. Do it, sure. Rock. Okay, so here's what I want to provide the listeners for the brief time that I can visit with you this evening. I'm going to talk just briefly about past elections. Uh, we're going to talk about the spiritual mission ahead of us. We're going to uh, have a special um, exhortation to our uh, members of the armed forces and law enforcement across the country. Uh, I thought it would be appropriate to share some quotes I heard throughout the day today up here in Washington State. So I've got a quote from my dentist, and I've also got a quote from the county sheriff. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a look at the economic impact of either a Clinton or Trump uh, presidency. We'll talk a little bit about depression and anxiety that I know has plagued so many of the Hagman listeners. And then lastly, I'll wrap up my, uh, my chat with you gentlemen here this evening, uh, offering a couple of realistic solutions. So that being said, just to give the Hagman listeners an idea, most of you uh, have blessed me with your acquaintance. You've blessed me with your time when I've told all of these stories about Hollywood, the Luciferian agenda, and what is going on in uh, the West Coast epicenter of mass media. And I am not saying this uh, by in any way, shape, or form as a, as a I told you so or a victory lap or anything because the subject matter is so serious and so macabre. I just want to remind listeners that last June when I did my first full Hagman report, the hardest thing for me to do, and Doug and Joe, you know this because we talked about it offline a lot, the hardest thing to do was to talk about the abuse of children, uh, the pedophilia, the sexual abuse, the blackmail that goes on with young up-and-coming stars, etc. And I want to make very clear to the listeners this evening that the uh, Podesta emails and what uh, the bravery of Julian Assange and his crew at WikiLeaks provided us is nothing short of confirmation of many of those things that I shared with listeners a year and a half ago. Why do we talk about these things? For this simple reason, folks, there is a global power elite and they believe that they know what is best for you. And I would encourage every listener this evening in your personal prayer life to simply place this before the Lord. Will we be ruled over by those who would like to have sex with children? Will we be ruled over those who, who are willing to sacrifice innocent lives to statues and to uh, uh, images of Moloch so that their film is successful or so that their presidential candidacy is successful? Or, do, do, or, or shall we be ruled by uh, a man who is errant in his actions and certainly a sinner at times, as am I? But the question Folks, after this evening, are we going into a, the book of Daniel with a, a Cyrus moment, or are we headed to the book of Lamentations? You know, it reminds me quickly, in 2004, the night of the election, Bush Kerry, I was in Washington, D.C. I was at a very posh hotel in Georgetown. Uh, it was sort of one of those kind of parties. Uh, this is before I really was back with my, my full faith walk. My girlfriend and I at the time were at, at uh, an epicenter of what was going on in D.C. that night. And uh, the I don't think we left that party till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Interestingly, we woke up the next morning. We had plans to visit Arlington Cemetery. For those of you who have never been to Arlington, it is one of the most sobering 
and I choose that word specifically for this story, <laughs> it is one of the most sobering and, and thought-provoking places you can possibly visit as a, a citizen of this country. And I specifically remember Doug and Joe looking at the eternal flame of, uh, of John Kennedy and Robert Kennedy's grave is there as well. But I remember walking past row upon row upon row of headstones of brave men and women who have fallen for our country going all the way back to the beginning of our country's history. And it kept occurring to me over and over as the fog lifted that morning. I kept thinking to myself, any minute we're going to find out how much more American blood is to be shed in the Middle East. And that was in 2004. Quickly, 2008, I spoke to Sergeant Tim earlier today, and he just asked me to mention this to the Hagman listeners. He felt this was important, and you know how much uh, all of us at the Hagman and Hagman Report support our men and women in uniform. And so Sergeant Tim wanted me to remind listeners that during the 2008 election, uh, McCain Obama, he was stationed in Germany. At the time, he was not on the mission. He was uh, awaiting his orders in Germany. And he specifically remembers listening to Armed Forces Radio that evening uh, as the returns came in. And the reporter on Armed Forces Radio made it very clear to our men and women in uniform at Ramstein uh, Air Force Base in Germany. It's one of the biggest bases in the world. Your vote did not get counted, and your vote does not count. Doug, Joe, Sergeant Tim just wanted to meet to make very certain that the Hagman listeners understood that. Okay. Lastly, 2012, when, uh, when uh, Romney ran against Obama, I was on the back lot at Warner Brothers. We were sh uh, shooting at night. Uh, I was on Pretty Little Liars. Uh, I was hanging out with the electricians uh, over by their trailer. There were five or six of us conservatives on a crew of 200. And there was a given moment, it was in the middle of our lunch hour, where the radios blew up, cheers went up all over the place, specifically from set, and we knew at that given moment that they had called it for Obama. Interestingly, Doug and Joe, it was only 24 months later that the same people that voted for Barack Obama in Hollywood would be the recipients of a $330 million corporate welfare package that literally saved Hollywood. Folks, I want to make this clear. Hollywood which was insulated completely economically during the Great Depression, has been in deep trouble for some time. And without a $330 million tax break from the state of California, a state that is completely broke, I might add, feature film was leaving Hollywood to the extent where I remember working on CSI Cyber and there wasn't a single major feature film in production in town at that time. Lastly, I want to remind Hagman listeners another quick note on Hollywood. The, uh, the Chinese are buying up Hollywood as quickly as they possibly can. I wanted to talk, uh, Doug and Joe, just quickly about the spiritual implications of what's going on here in our country. And, you know, I want to remind everyone listening that, that whether we have an incredible victory tonight for liberty and, and what I would consider a good start point for our movement and our ideology, or whether we suffer with the, the horrific news of a president-elect Clinton. Whether it's Clinton or Trump, brothers and sisters, hear me. It does not change God's plan for your life one iota. He knew you before you were born. He knows the number of hairs on your head. And he has a specific plan for everybody listening to me tonight. So I want to remind the men listening, you are the high priest of your home. Your children, regardless of its, whether it's President-elect Trump or President-elect Clinton, your children still look up to you. They still uh, 
believe in you and they require that you place food on the table. The lawn's still going to have to be mowed. The oil's still got to be changed. And, and men, take this opportunity to tell your wives how much you love them, how much they mean to you, how you, there's no way you could do this without them. It's time to stand up and be men. And if we, and if we take a hard one on the chin tonight, if we go down bloody on the canvas and it's going to be president elect, uh, 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 fourth degree coven, witch Clinton, we still have to be men. We, we need to be supportive of those who love us and those who depend on us. And I would be remiss if I didn't take this moment to again, thank both Doug's wife, Joe's wife, uh, Jackie and Eric. This Hagman and Hagman Report is a family affair, listeners, and please understand that there are very strong, very flexible people that back up the voices you hear on this show, and without those voices, there would be no show. Amen to that, uh, John. And I just want to kind of put an exclamation point on what you said. I would ask that everyone listening to this broadcast, American, Canadian, uh, if you're Irish or from Ireland, it doesn't matter where you're at. Stop, say a prayer tonight for this nation, for America to survive evil. This evil that has been so pervasive inside the beltway needs to be stopped right now, right here, tonight. And uh, look, a Trump victory is not going to stop everything, but it'll put a speed bump. Or it'll go a long way toward making that happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna bring the the people in charges of power uh, and their underlings to to move fast and move quick. I mean they're not gonna let him rest, and they're gonna make it uh, as difficult as possible for him to carry out his presidency if everything is true that he is a, a real outsider, the way that the media and establishment has uh, shown him to be in their own reporting. And, you know, they're going to throw everything at the, but the kitchen sink at this guy. And as you said yesterday and you just reiterated today, we're not going to, we cannot, if Trump wins, sit back and say, oh, good, you know, we did it. Jobs are starting, folks. Exactly. Either way. This Either way. When, this is an opportunity to step things up in a way to turn, to start to turn this thing around. Because you can't expect Trump to do that himself. And if we do, then we deserve a president like Hillary Clinton. We have to be there. We have to be on the front lines, not only for, you know, like we are on the election to get the, the candidate in. We have to be on the front lines from that moment he's inaugurated forward, pushing, you know, the values of and, and morals that once were. And not to people who are outside of, of the church, but first mo- and first and foremost is to those inside the church. Because the church has lost its way, and due to the fault of, of the pastors and the leaders in churches, um, and some fault of the congregants, they need to, we need to get back on track. And if Trump wins, this will be the perfect opportunity to start doing that. Because if Clinton wins, who knows how long churches will even be around unless they, you know, ad- adapt to, you know, the policies of the administration, like abortion and homosexual marriage being allowed into the church and the clinton camp has even issued uh statements to that effect well i have a statement to issue to the clinton camp with your permission gentlemen and interestingly i chose a uh, scripture for this evening that applies to 
to candidate Trump as well as candidate Clinton. And it's short and it's sweet, and believe me, it is to the point. Folks, I'm going to read quickly from John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. That would be my message to either candidate. And Doug and Joe, with your permission, I have a quick word I'd like to say to our men and women in uniform this evening. Sure. You don't need our permission to say. We invited you on. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Uh, To to all of our men and women in uniform, I'm, I'm talking to active duty, to veterans, to our National Guardsmen, reservists, Border Patrol, Uh, Department of Homeland Security, ATF, county sheriffs, deputies, you name it. If you put on the uniform and you serve every day, I want to respectfully remind each and every one of you, first of all, thank you. We are on your team. The people that listen to this show are 110% behind the rule of law and lawful interpretation of the law. And I also want to, again, respectfully, I realize I'm talking to people who have made great accomplishments in their lives, be it uh, chevron stripes on their sleeves or stars on their epaulets. Your oath is not to a specific leader. It matters not if that leader is a man or a woman of greatness or if that leader is an erroneous practitioner of witchcraft. Your oath is to the Constitution of the United States of America, period. Your oath is to the document that holds this country together. And if that document is compromised to a point where it becomes intolerable to the listeners of this show and so many others like it, brothers and sisters in uniform, we are behind you 110%. And I would also remind you that every day that you wake up and put on that uniform, every day that you serve, you not only serve that that crucial document, the Constitution, but you serve us. And by us, I mean everybody in your lives. You're serving your family. You're serving your church. You're serving your spouse. You're serving your kids, your kids' parents. You're serving the, your fellow brothers and sisters under arms. And I just want to, again, thank the military, thank all of the uh, brave men and women in law enforcement. I personally believe that a Trump presidency uh, will turn things around significantly, starting uh, with the VA, you know, and I would I would encourage people who have not heard Trump's first hundred days laid out at his speech uh, a week ago, Saturday in Gettysburg. That is, in my humble opinion, the strongest speech for the first hundred days of a presidency that I have heard in 44 years of being alive. Hmm. Amen. John, let me interrupt you just for one second here. We got, uh, actually, we, we received uh, an email from a listener, someone listening live in the United Kingdom. And we're also getting this through the channels at CanadaFreePress.com, with whom we're doing this joint broadcast. The UK News, News in the UK, is reporting that Trump is... Now, this is from the listener via email, and I quote, well behind the trailing. And uh, this is also echoed through sources via CanadaFreePress.com. Europe is reporting Trump is losing terribly here in the United they, States. What they base that on? I, I don't know, but that's the media talking in the U.K. and Europe. So, John, uh, you know, I don't know what... Uh, 
Well, let me pick up on that. Let me pick up on that, Doug. First of all, uh, the European Union, Western Europe, suffers the same media uh, uh, deception and debacle that we do here. Uh, The media is consolidated and controlled by a very small handful of people. Those men and women, primarily men, uh, not all of them, but many of them are Luciferians. I'm talking about people like Rupert Murdoch, Sumner Redstone, Ted Turner, Oprah Winfrey. I'm talking about the head of GE, Disney, etc. cetera. Uh, we have a show coming up uh, this Friday, Hagman listeners, and I'm really excited about this show. Uh, Friday is Veterans Day. That's uh, this Friday the 11th. And in hour number one, uh, we've been blessed to uh, uh, spend some time with James Wesley Rawls, the New York Times bestselling author of the Patriot series. And then... Uh, hours two and three, we've got Stuart Rhodes coming on, the president of the Oath Keepers. Now, why is it so important that these gentlemen join us on Veterans Day of all days? How cool is that? Because both of them, I've spoken with both of them in the last 48 hours. They have indicated to me, Doug, Joe, and, and Hagman listeners, that they have specific strategies and specific game plans in place for their organizations and or the Hagman listeners for how we are to comport ourselves in a uh, post-election environment. So, folks, Friday, this Friday the 11th, James Wesley Rawls in Hour 1, Stuart Rhodes, President of Oath Keepers in Hours 2 and 3, and you can expect Doug and Joe to definitely rock and roll on that show. I know we're getting light on time, gentlemen. Thank you, John, for that. Thank you, and it's important this Friday. Veterans Day with Stuart Rhodes and James Wesley Rawls, a very important show, and I'm going to just thank you for mentioning that, and also for your um, the tireless efforts in setting that up. Go ahead, sir. Well, as I said earlier, it's a pleasure and an honor, and I want every Hagman listener to be aware of this. I take the responsibility of packaging and producing some of these shows very seriously. I pray about it, and I believe that my job, and all of our jobs, really, is to get up that morning and carry water. Pick up your bucket, carry the water where it needs to go, empty the bucket so that you may be a vessel to be used by the Holy Spirit of the living Christ, and then go back to go back to point A, put more water in your bucket, and carry it again. That's what we do. Uh, quick word on economics. Uh, I talked to uh, Stephen Minking earlier today. Folks, if you look in the Hagman archives, just in the last 30 days, we've had Stephen Minking out of New York City, Joseph E. Meyer, Gregory Manorino, also in New York City, and then last night, uh, Greg Hunter just brought it. So we've, we've really covered the economics waterfront quite a bit. I wanted to tease the Hagman listeners with this. I am building a show right now about Venezuela. I have made contact with some people who live in Venezuela. And uh, with Doug and Joe's permission, this is still in the brainstorming phase, but I intend to bring the Venezuelan story to the Hagman and Hagman listeners. Why? Because we are on a collision course with Venezuela, and it's important that that the listeners to this program get a first-person narrative description of what the food lines are like, how impossible it is to get gasoline. Doug, Joe, believe me when I tell you this, in Caracas, the capital of Venezuela, once the richest country in South America, mind you, little kids are passing out in class because they haven't had enough to eat. So what do we see with a Hillary presidency, well, at first it's going to look really good. The street, Wall Street's going to love it. It's going to indicate status quo. The velocity of money will continue to flow to the top 1% who will not reinvest it in shovel-ready jobs, will do nothing to help the middle class. 
Uh, we may see Hillary try to support the petrodollar and beat the last couple of, of breaths of life out of it, even though we could see our relationship with the Saudis deteriorating. And I believe that Hillary Clinton will even take us to war to protect the petrodollar. With a Trump win, this is from Stephen Minkin, quote, we are looking at the Brexit times 10. There will be incredible uncertainty in the markets. The velocity of money will, will be the opposite of what it would be with Hillary Clinton. Presumably, we will see the stock market have a temporary uh, uh, plummet uh, in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, S&P, and NASDAQ. However, precious metals should go up. And I know I've only got a couple minutes left. I wanted to talk quickly about depression or anxiety that the Hagman listeners may feel. Folks, if you feel depression or anxiety after this election, I want, I want you to honestly ask yourself why. Ask yourself why and take it to the Lord, because that's your start point. You've got to first figure out where is this anxiety and depression coming from? Because as I mentioned at the outset of my time here this evening, your life will continue more or less with the same responsibilities, the same blessings and the same challenges you had yesterday. But you need to be prepared physically. You need to be prepared emotionally and you need to be prepared more important than anything else spiritually. And the last thing I'll share with the listeners before my time is up, folks, preparation is very similar to the way governments implode. What I mean by that is when you are properly prepared, you have the knowledge in your head, then the second ring of preparation is what you carry on your body that can help you survive the given situation you're in. Your third ring of preparation is what's ever in your bug out bag, backpack, purse, etc. Your fourth ring of preparation is whatever you may have in your vehicle. And then your fifth would be your bug out or bug in location. So you can see that it's kind of like circles of protection around you. Governments operate much the same way. If we have a Hillary Clinton presidency, if we have a massive implosion of the economy, if we have a massive uh, unconstitutional overreach uh, of the military or the police state as it currently stands, remember it's the same as those circles I just described. It's the central government, then the state governments, then the county government, your municipal government, your church body, and your family unit, and that's how your priorities need to be maintained. First of all, the federal government, then the states, then the county, then your municipality or city government, your church body, and lastly, your family, which is the single most important building block of our civilization. I know my Amen, time John. is almost up. Yep, Folks, we're right there at the end of the break. Strong. God bless you. God Thank bless you for you joining too, us tonight. Thank you for having me. We'll be right back. Right after these messages, we are going into, what, our third hour of broadcasting? And we're going to be here two hours after we're done on Global Star, right on YouTube. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, to this special 2016 presidential election edition, this is a joint broadcast, Hagman and Hagman Report with CanadaFreePress.com, our neighbors to the north. They've got their finger on the pulse of what's taking place, well, all across America, and they've got assets, uh, journalism, uh, journalistic assets here in uh, New York and Washington, other locations as well, giving information, a lot of information coming in, but rather than uh, having to flip back and forth. We're going to just kind of 
let's just uh, just take a moment and wait until things settle down. Although it does look like uh, Trump might be, you know, getting ready to pull an upset. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but, but you know, something that we all have to consider is food. I like good food. You like good food? Of course you do. And the holidays, sometimes you're looking for that perfect gift for someone who has it all. Folks, we've got the answer for you. And it I'll tell you something. It really, well, I really was able to, to, to see the quality of the food from OmahaSteaks.com. And I had ordered a family pack from Omaha Steaks. My wife and I just absolutely loved it, brought the, my daughter in and, and we we just had a just a wonderful wonderful meal. In fact, we're still having meals from Omaha Steaks. Uh, the packaging from the packaging to the types of uh, meat to the the, the, the trimmings, how, how it's trimmed, it's all good. If you are looking for the perfect gift, let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how. For only forty nine ninety nine, that's under fifty bucks, you can get our family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code HH. In the search bar, 77% off of the retail price. Folks, this is, this is their gift, Omaha Steaks, and our gift to you, the listeners of the Hagman and Hagman Report. You know, Omaha Steaks, they offer unique gifts as well for gourmet food lovers. Just great steak experiences at home. The, the most flavorful, tender aged beef. I mean, I can just taste it. Oh, it's so savory. In Omaha Steaks, they, they, they've got Go to OmahaSteaks.com and, and take a look. They've got over 500 gourmet gift ideas there. They've got the highest quality of ingredients, one-of-a-kind flavor. The the um, beef is aged 21 days to unlock the full flavor of the cuts. All, all of them are hand-trimmed. It's just fantastic. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, Omaha Steaks is giving to you, to us, to the listeners of the Hagman and Hagman Report, an exclusive savings just just for you. Listen to everything that you'll get for less than $50. And tell me you're not, you won't be impressed. I'm sure you will. Two filet mignons. Oh, tender. Ah, fantastic. Two top sirloins. Wonderful cuts, actually. Two boneless pork chops. Four boneless chicken breasts. Four kielbasa sausages. Four burgers. 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs. Four potatoes au gratin. Four caramel apple Tartlets. Oh, they are so good. One Omaha Steaks seasoning packet, and let me tell you, that is, I don't know what they put in there, but give me a bunch. Plus, by ordering now, you'll get an additional four kielbasa sausages, sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com. That's omahasteaks.com. Enter our code HH in the search bar. Add to the family gift pack to your cart. Or add, I'm sorry, add the family gift pack to your cart and get 77% savings. You can't beat that. This, it's a, it's a gift, folks. It's guaranteed to be a hit. I would never steer you wrong. You can't go wrong. My wife and I, we, 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 we ordered this. We, we love it. That's omahasteaks.com, omahasteaks.com. Enter our code HH in the search bar. Add the family gift pack to your cart and get a 77% savings. Again. It's a gift guaranteed to police. Now, you know, uh, boy, can use the canines in, 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 to cut through the, um, 
the the evil, the morass that's taking place, really that has taken place over the last, in my view, um, decade in in America. Here to talk a little bit more about, well, here to comment on the election 2016 is America's coach, the man behind Pass the Salt, Coach Dave Live. Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer. So glad to have him on. Coach, how you doing, brother? Oh, it's so great to be on with America's premier father and son investigative duo, the latest version of Starsky and Hutch. Great to be on with you guys. How you doing today? Man, you're, you're dating yourself now. Starsky and Hutch. The original Starsky and Hutch. Who's Hutch? Who's Starsky and Hutch? How about Jake and the Fat Man? Hardy, I'm going to use Laurel and Hardy, but they, they weren't, they're not very good. Guys, I'm pumped up tonight. I'm I'm excited. Let me tell you why. I'm not, I've been excited. I've been excited all day. I've been excited all week. And I don't care who wins. That sounds crazy. Uh, I want uh, Trump to win because uh, if Trump wins tonight, our job's going to be a little bit easier. If Trump doesn't win, man, we're going to really have to buckle things up and tighten our our belts and earn our meal money. But the reality of this whole thing is, uh, Doug and Joe. God bless you guys. Thanks, thanks for letting me in a little bit tonight. Uh, here's the truth, guys. We are going to have one, tomorrow morning when I wake up and it's November 9th and this, this two-year slog is over with praise the name of the Lord. This thing is over. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to have to decide just what my strategy is going to be because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to war tomorrow just like I went to war uh, last week. Nothing is going to change. The only thing that's going to change, Doug and Joe, is I believe that this is going to be our chance. However the Lord deals these cards, and I think he deals cards. I don't know if he does or not, but he created all things, so maybe he created, maybe he created poker. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, listen, brother, we're going to play the cards he dealt us tomorrow, and we're going to make the church great again. See, this whole thing, Donald Trump has been really, really good. He's, his uh, his approach has been right on right on the money. He's got to make America great again. But those of us who really know what's going on and and who sit and look out uh, on the horizon and understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against evil spirits in high places. And those of us who understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty, pulling down on strongholds. We understand that no matter who gets the most votes tonight, no matter who wins the electoral college. We have a job to do beginning tomorrow. If the uh, Wicked Witch of the West, Annie M., Annie M., if she happens to fly into the White House, our job's going to be tough, there's no doubt about it. But if she doesn't fly into the White House, and Trump is the guy that's in the White House, our job is going to be just as great, Doug, because here's the truth. We're in this mess because the church has dropped the ball. I got so sick and tired of watching during the primaries and watching it. Some of my, I, I hate to use this term, but some of my holier-than-thou friends who said that they could not vote for Donald Trump. I, I'm just telling you, brothers, it's been one of the most frustrating times of my life because I know this as a football coach. My number one job of that defense was to keep them out of the end zone. Keep them out of the end zone no matter what you have to do. Somebody make a stinking play and don't let them get in the end zone. 
Now, if Hillary Clinton gets in there, now we're seven points behind that we weren't behind before, and I'd a heck of a lot. Uh, I'd be a lot happier if our defense could stop her at the one foot line, and then we begin a 99-yard drive down the field. That really is the situation that we're looking at. We're in this mess today, guys, because of the church. We're in the mess today because of the leadership of our church. Nobody's going to say that. For some reason, the pastors in America have become untouchable. Oh, you can't say anything at all about them. And people idolize their pastors, and they they go to church, and they get inspired by their pastors. Yet these same guys, everything that's happened in America has happened with the permission of the American church. Every bit of it was the permission of the American church. Now, listen, God was gracious enough to us. He tried to wake us up about a year ago when he showed us that Planned Parenthood was selling more parts than AutoZone. He let us see that. The church didn't do anything about it. They didn't do a daggone thing about it. Two years before that, they, they hit us right in the face with, with uh, what they call homosexual marriage, as if there is such a thing. And the church didn't do anything. The church just rolled over. And you can go back farther and farther and farther. And every time that the left, the God-hating left, throws a punch, we take it in the chin and go in and suck our thumb. And instead of the pastors and the church leaders rising up as the, as the body of Christ, servants of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and fighting back and pushing back and taking it to the enemy, we've retreated inside of our stained glass fortresses, sucked on our thumb, and begged evil men called politicians to try to do something for us. Well, guys, tonight's a new kickoff, baby. I can't wait to see what happens, because tomorrow we are either playing Hillary Clinton and the demonic... Uh, what's that thing called coven in the White House and that Democratic Party or brothers we'll tell you something we're going to have to go to war with our pastors I hate to tell you that that's what we're going to have to do and for too long you look out across the horizon of America today and what do we see we see the people have risen up the people have risen up and I'm going to tell you they have drugged the pastors kicking and screaming into this battle not all of them you always run a risk when you paint with a broad brush of splattering a little paint on some good guys. There's some good guys out there, John Kyle's out there, and David Langford's out there, and Flip Benham's out there, and I could build Dunphy. I could, I'll throw you a bunch of good ones out there. But as, as a whole, we are in the mess that we are in because of the failure of the pulpit. Now, you guys, we've been, we've been uh, cell phone buddies. We've been radio buddies for, I don't know, three years, four years. I don't even know how long it's been. And you know, hey, that I don't just cut cheese. You know that I'm telling, I'm telling you the truth. And I know this, brothers, that there are a lot of guys out there just like me who are sick and tired of what's going on. And whether Donald Trump buys us a little bit of a reprieve or whether the Wicked Witch of the West gets into the White House, our uh, job has not changed, not one iota. We're going to have to man up. We're going to have to fight for all we're worth to try to rescue Western civilization. So Donald Trump, if he wins, he makes it easier for us to make the church great again, because as goes the church, so goes the nation. Donald Trump cannot make America great again. Only the church, only Jesus Christ and his body can make the church great again. I am pumped up, ready to go, and looking to go uh, push back against the forces of darkness. Absolutely, Coach Day. Very well said. Um, you know, we were talking... 
with uh, John Robertson earlier and Greg Jackson earlier, and they both echoed similar uh, sentiments that, you know, the uh, they might be different battles, but regardless of who wins, Trump or Clinton, we are just beginning our fight. And it looks a lot... It's a very uh, dismal outlook if Clinton wins. We know we're going to have our back up against it. We know that we're going to be fighting tooth and nail for our survival. And we see the writing on the wall. I mean, this is the most corrupt person ever in any position of power, former position of power, and running for president in the history of the elections, as far as I can tell. And I haven't been around, you know, that long to see too many uh, presidential elections. But this was by far the, just the most disappointing, frustrating, bang your head on the wall type of, uh, you know, election cycle with all these headlines. And it's, it, and it all boils down to the media being controlled completely by having to clear stories, uh, and get approval from Clinton before uh, printing them. Uh, you know, these agreements between the agent, the mainstream media agencies and the Clinton campaign, uh, the collusion is just something that is, you'd think it's out of a movie. And despite this, Trump yep. written off before the primaries, saying he could never win the nomination. The never Trump movement after that. All the, I mean, he's got everybody up against him. Every single news organization that has, uh, forsaken the truth. Has been so, counting so, so, so Joe, so Joe, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm not. No, no go sorry. ahead. I'm interrupting. Hey, Joe, listen. So, so listen. I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to go sit over on the bench and suck on my stinking thumb. Is that what I'm going to do? I played a lot of football <laughs> games where the refs cheated. I've been through this before, man. Life isn't always fair, and the game isn't always fair. And sometimes you get hometown referees, and what is it that we're supposed to do? Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And here's what has happened to the church, brother. Uh, the church has lost. This is why I love the Hagman and Hagmans and Steve Quayle. I thank God every day that I was introduced to Steve Quayle and to uh, David Langford. And then I was introduced to Russ Dizdar. And then I was a I, I just think every, I could go and I could give you a litany of names. Because you know why, guys? They broadened my view of this battle far mm-hmm. greater than what I ever understood. And see, most Christians are stuck in a box. And we have so minimal, minimal, I can't even say it, minimized the power of darkness. We have reduced the devil to somebody you run into on Halloween. We think the devil is only concerned about little old me and my finances and my health. And, oh, that devil's trying to steal my joy. And we have reduced him down to just a little little guy that sits in a box. And Doug and Joe, because of Russ Dizdar, because of Josh Collier, because of the guests that you've brought on your program, my eyes have been opened to understand what we're taught in Genesis chapter 6, that there's a, that he put enmity, that the Lord himself put enmity between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman, between his seed and her seed, and what we are seeing is an eternal cosmic battle for truth, as Superman would say, truth, 
justice in the American way, brothers. It is playing out right before us. I'm going to tell you this. We've seen stuff exposed to us over the last two weeks as far as what's going on with the cooking of the spirits and all that stuff and the Podesta boys and Hillary and the demons and witches. And you know what the sad thing is, guys? The Christians don't want to believe it's real. They don't think that the demonic realm is real. And what I'm seeing right now is the Holy Spirit is pulling off all the clothes. He's pulling back all of the curtains, and he's exposing to everybody. Say, look, see that? It's old Slewfoot, see? It's Slewfoot. That's who's doing this. It ain't the Democrats. It's not the ACLU. It's not the Southern Poverty Law Center. It's not, it's not Nancy Pelosi. It's Slewfoot. And until the church understands that the greater power is available to us, and the only way this beast in the government is going to be conquered is by a conquering church filled with the Holy Spirit of God. See, that's why me in this whole election thing, I made a lot of enemies saying I was for Trump. I made enemies with guys who are stuck in a box. They think it's Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. They, th- they think it's such a small battle. I can't vote for a, a strip club owner. Oh, my goodness. I said, guys, there's a difference. Trump is carnal. Hillary is demonic. And you can't see the difference in those two things. Hey, Doug, Joe. I'm excited as a kid on Christmas. I don't care who wins tonight. I, I want Trump to win because it'll be easier. It's like when I was coaching football and we would make it into the playoffs and we would go win our first playoff game. And immediately I would run home and I'd get on the Internet, hey, Doug, Joe, I wanted to find out who our next opponent was. And sometimes it was an upset. Sometimes the team, we didn't think we were going to play, we were going to play. But sometimes, oh, back on that number one seed, they did win, and we're going to have to play. Well, if it's Hillary, Doug, Joe, I'm announcing to America. I'm in. I'm playing. I'm playing. And if it's Trump, hey, world, I'm in. I'm playing. It's our chance to make the church great again. I, Doug, I'm, I, I got no, you. You're absolutely right, buddy. Coach. And, and we all need to play because if we don't, Decide, choose a side and get in the game now. We're going to be forced later and we're not going to be forced to play. We're going to be forced to do much worse things. At least now we still have the ability to unify, uh, however large or small those groups may be, uh, those congregations may be. We still have the ability to spread the gospel, to, uh, continue to bring messages of hope to people to to read the word of god to people uh in these times and i want to make sure we get this clear you know a lot of people are so emotionally attached to this election as rightfully so uh considering everything that's going on but i don't want people if hillary clinton wins this election i do not want people to say that's it i'm throwing in the towel and if trump wins it, you can't say, "All right, good." We're, you know, uh, our guy got in. All that will be well. It. Yeah, that fixed you know, it. We're we're thrown in the town. Especially if Trump wins, it's more. It would be the best opportunity to step in and to start, you know, implementing plans 
to reach people on a local level all across the country, as Josh Tolley said last night, was 3,600 counties. We take one county at a time, and and you go from there. Um, I mean, there's so many possibilities. The battle's just beginning, regardless of who wins. But the one thing I, I will say is, if Hillary Clinton wins, uh, you know, we have to do it much faster, I believe, than if Trump wins, because... Yeah, but, but Doug, Doug and Joel, please, let's understand this. We are we are so deceived. You guys yep. know this. I'm not talking about yep. you. Great yeah, we are. We all great. are, what? to a yeah, degree. Listen, we, we understand this. The president doesn't make law. The courts don't make law, right? So what we have to understand here, I hear everybody say, well, you can't trust Trump. How do you know he's going to do what he says he's going to do? I said, well, first of all, I don't care if he does. He doesn't have any say in it. If we get the Republican Senate and the Republican Congress to pass a pro-life bill to Donald Trump, Donald Trump will sign that bill. He'll sign that bill. I'm not going to sit around and wait for Donald Trump to make America great again. We have a representative government. And the only reason that the evil one has run so rampant is because those who say they are on God's team ain't been playing. We have been hiring mercenaries. We've been hiring conservative Republicans. We've been hiring elected officials to fight the fight that God mandated that the church fight. So listen, guys, Trump, if he's in there, we got to hold his feet to the fire. We got to do it. Hillary, if she's in there, well, we're going to have to find a different way to go about it. But the battle hasn't changed. God is waiting. It says in Matthew 16, Jesus said, that he was going to build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Doug, the gates of hell are and will prevail against the Republican. It will prevail against conservatism. It will prevail against talk radio. But the gates of hell will never defeat the church. And so all of these things are being laid out there for us. The Lord is unveiling everything. He's showing us what the enemy, who the enemy is. He's showing us the media. He's showing us the phony Republicans. He's showing us the demon cats. He's showing us CNN. He's showing it all to us, brothers. We're seeing it all now. Now, if we're not smart enough to take this scouting report and create a game plan that's going to bring them down, then we don't deserve to win. Boy. I'm tickled pink. I can't wait to get to work. You, you know, and, and folks, this is why we love uh, America's coach. Uh, I call him America's coach because if you can't hear the spirit in his voice, if you can't feel it, I, I don't know. There's something not. There's something wrong. You, you know, coach is in the game. He's in the game to stay. It don't matter who he's playing. It don't matter what you know. What team? Team Clinton or Team Trump? We have a. We still have a job to do. And Coach said it so eloquently, it doesn't matter. Because, you know, as I said earlier, change must come from within each one of us, from the top, from the bottom up, not from the top down. That's not going to work. And, and, and Coach, we, we, look, man, we're going to depend upon you, regardless of, of who our opponent is, or or I shouldn't say that, regardless of who, of who you know, who's, who we're playing and, and, and the field conditions. We're going to be looking to to you for strategy because we got a ton of work to do, don't we? I mean, we're just well, we starting. Do, we do, Doug. Here's a good thing, see, Doug. Listen, brother. Listen. The Lord told us 
He's got 7,000 that haven't bowed their knee to Baal. Listen, buddy, it ain't just me. They are there in every crook, crook and cranny. The Lord is raising up an army. We, if you don't have eyes to see it, I don't know what to tell you. And here's what our problem is. Doug and Joe, this will probably tick a lot of people off, and praise the Lord if it does. Most places, the guy standing in the pulpit is not the man to follow. I'm going to say that again. The man standing in the pulpit is not the man to follow. How do I know that? Because if he was the man to follow, we wouldn't be in the mess we're already in. He is the guy that taught you, if there was a devil, that the devil's just after your finances and after your health. He's not the guy that's, who has helped you to understand that it's a cosmic battle, that we are, in fact, wrestling not against flesh and blood. And this battle, the devil just doesn't want to take away your money. The devil wants to destroy Christianity. Brothers, I'm going to say it again. The devil is after Western civilization. Western civilization, the New World Order, the Illuminati, throw whatever name you want to throw in there, the only thing holding back the floodgate is Christian America. There I said it. Christian America. Amen. That's Amen. the only thing. That's the only thing holding back the floodgate to this whole world being conquered under the thumb of the evil one. Joe, Doug, you know that. You know that to be the sure. truth. And so here's what I know. God's promises he was going to build a church, and this ain't going to happen. Why? Because this thing that we call the church ain't the church. The thing that called the church is the called out ones, the one who is, are totally and completely committed to their commander-in-chief, their Lord and Savior. Unto us a child is born, it says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Unto us a child is born, unto us the son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And he shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now listen to this. And of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Doug, Joe, God bless you, brother. Even, even though you can't see it, this kingdom is expanding exponentially. It is expanding greater and greater and more powerful than we even understand it is. So I say to every a spirit-filled, God-fearing uh, person out there that's listening tonight, do not lose hope. Do not lose hope. There's a kickoff tomorrow at noon, and this battle begins anew. And we've been playing defense for so daggone long, Doug and Joe, that I just know in my spirit that the Lord's going to give us an offensive game plan. How about that? An offensive Amen, game plan. We're going to take it to the enemy. We're going to take it to the enemy. We're going to storm the gates of hell. That's what he said his church would do, would storm the gates of hell. I don't know if you can feel this, boys. I'm dead serious. I can't wait to get rolling. Got to cut you off, brother. God bless you. Until tomorrow morning. Coach, thank you. God bless you. Folks, hang right where you're at. All the way. God bless you guys. (laughs) All right, brother. And you know, you folks, you're not going to want to miss who's coming up next. Stay right where you're at. very special election 2016 edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're working together with CanadaFreePress.com, a view from the north as we integrate. We become multicultural here. Our Canadian friends, of course, CanadaFreePress.com, the 
prevailing authority in journalistic integrity from Canada, Judy McLeod, the senior editor of Canada Free Press, Arthur Weinreb, one of the one of the most astute columnists, investigative journalists in Canada. Thank you so much to Judy, to Arthur, to uh, the everyone behind them as well, Brian, and even to Yankee. Yeah, thank you so much for allowing us to be part of uh, part of your enterprise tonight. Historic. I think we're the only uh, uh, only broadcasting media right now that's actually combining uh, Canadian and American forces to, to take a look at this. And, we, and, and because of that, we've got information coming from the UK and Europe overseas, as we do uh, on our. Uh, 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 right now, our listeners in the UK, and, and, and I, I would note that the UK is reporting that Trump is quote well behind. Now, we know what that means. We know it's uh, it's kind of like the uh, American Brexit, you know. Anyway, before we get to our next guest, oh my goodness, buckle up, put your, make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in full upright and locked position, because Pastor Paul Begley is coming on our program, coming right now to give us his his take on things. Before we get to Pastor Paul Begley, folks, I want you to go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. The Minuteman Rocket Stove, it's a the perfect survival cooking stove for you and your family. It's a biomass burning stove, just a few twigs. You can find them anywhere. Small amounts of sticks and twigs for fuel. You're always going to be able to find enough fuel for the Minuteman, even if you live in the center of New York City. Guarantee it. It's fully insulated with uh, ceramic refractory insulation. This focuses the heat, which results in cooking power comparable to a kitchen stove. It can be used on a picnic table because the outside is insulated. The heat's directed. It's really, it's the greatest stove I have ever seen. By the way, it doesn't create any smoke in case you're worried about giving away your position or in case smoke does happen to bother you. The Minuteman stove is self-contained. Seals airtight for travel and for storage. It is the only self-contained rocket stove on the market. It's a 50 caliber ammo can. That's, that's how it's designed. It's got a rubber seal, nice carry handle. It weighs 14 pounds. Travels clean. Stores clean. No smells, no no soot inside your vehicle or inside your storage facility. These are just some of the features that make Minuteman Rocket Stove our personal choice for survival cooking. And even better still, Minuteman Stoves are made in America by Americans working for America. They're also serving with our troops in the overseas in Iraq and Afghanistan. There are, these things are handmade. Handmade, battle proven, and very rugged. Folks, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. MinutemanStove.com. Mention you heard it on Hagman and Hagman, and they'll just give you a thanks for telling us where you heard it. Yeah, that's all. No. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are Are you you serious? serious? Seriously? One of our longtime friends and uh, radio show hosts. Pastor Paul Begley, paulbegleyprophecy.com, the internet's pastor, if you will. Pastor, it's great to have you on. Are you serious? What a night! It's great to be here with the Hagman. <laughs> it's great to have you on, and thanks for agreeing to come on on such short notice. We uh, are doing a six-hour uh, marathon broadcast. We started at 6 p.m., going in through midnight as we cover this uh, 2016 presidential election. Hopefully we have an answer before we leave uh, tonight. Not sure if we will. Either way, 
Uh, it's great to have you on. I want to get your take on everything we've been seeing in this election cycle. Um, and you can talk about anything pertaining to the election, the Hillary Clinton scandals, the FBI investigation, the media bias uh, protecting Hillary Clinton and, and tearing apart Trump with lies. Uh, I even saw yesterday that they it came out that $150,000 was paid to, uh, to a person to make up a story and run the story on uh, the major news networks that was pulled. Um, just uh, something throwing that out there pertaining to the allegations about Trump being some kind of sexual predator. What do you make of all this, Pastor Paul? You know, I mean, I, the, the most embarrassing thing of it all is the media, the mass media. They have been a joke. They are making fun. They should make fun of themselves. They've been a joke. They've been a joke. And they wonder why the the alternative media, why, why your numbers, my numbers, and all of us guys over here in the alternative media world, why our numbers are growing like mad and they're dying. It's because people want the truth, guys. They're tired of it. We can handle the truth. And so, uh, you know, here we are. I, I just want to throw this up real fast. I mean, James Comey, uh, Breitbart did an article on September 10th. James Comey, he, his, he and his company, he and his brother's company did the taxes for the Clinton Foundation. They were paid six million dollars in 2010. Then he went to work as a, as a, as a director in Lockheed Martin. He was paid another six million bucks. Then Lockheed Martin gave major donations to the Clinton Foundation the same year. And oh, by the way, then Hillary Rodham Clinton was Secretary of State. She then, her, her State Department awarded Lockheed Martin 17 defense contracts. No wonder James Comey opened it, closed it, opened it, closed it. There's too much cash for him and his brother and his uncles and his nephews. In other words, the corruption is just unbelievable, guys. The Clinton cartel, the cash, the commingling, the, the collusion, the corruption. It's, it's insane. It's chaos. And so, uh, are you, can I just say one thing? Florida. Florida. <laughs> cool. Florida. It's right now. Trump, four million two hundred and eleven thousand two hundred and seventy votes. Hillary Clinton, four million one hundred and forty thousand seven hundred and sixty-two votes. That's ninety-one percent of the votes are in. They've still got some more coming in from the Panhandle, but I'm trying to find out if they're sandbagging. Some down there in Miami Dade, waiting to figure out what they need. I, I, I don't yeah. know. Yep, you're right on the money with that, Pastor. Right in there in Broward County, Miami Dade, is. I saw a few articles the last few days uh, where presidents are selected. You know, the the, the counties that uh, Florida that make or break presidents, and interestingly enough, we saw allegations and reports of Hillary Clinton or the uh, top eight of Hillary Clinton meeting with Brenda Spires of the head of Broward County election elections a few weeks back and they had been caught in, uh, there was a video a few videos out there showing that uh, because of some kind of, and this is their words, moisture issue they had to disregard tens of thousands of absentee ballots. Hang on. Okay, go on. I just got numbers the, on Broward County, but go on. From all the... Uh, everything we've seen in this Moisture. election, 
Florida Moisture. and the rallies yeah. and the the amount of support Trump has in Florida and versus I mean Clinton went down there got a, a, the last few times only a couple hundred people showed up to her rallies down in Florida and a lot of those were college kids Trump is has a, such a big presence on YouTube in the he goes to these rallies he gets 10 20 30,000 people to attend and then you know double triple that on the live stream on YouTube yesterday Clinton had a rally 200 people were watching on on live stream while Trump had 41,000 watching on live stream the, these uh, election results i believe that what we're seeing now is padded electric election results for Clinton just to make it look like she's not getting beat so bad by Trump you think they're kind of padding it a little bit to make it look like she's still in the game so that the people in the central part of the state and in, in the nation and in the West Coast still shows up at the polls to give her a shot to make sure she don't lose California or don't lose Oregon or something. Yeah, or, if not, or put her over the top. I believe some of the top number people are working behind the scenes to to, ma- really if, to steal the election and make it look like Hillary is going to you know winning by you know small number right. of of percentage points when in reality, Greg Hunter was a guest on our show yesterday and he talked about some uh, I think it was internal polling and and uh, other polling that showed the American people based on all the things that we see going on twenty five to one Trump versus Clinton. You know uh, I agree with you. I've, every time I've seen a poll, matter of fact, I've been in. I have been in 17 states of this nation this year preaching. 17 states. I'm going to, I've driven from Indiana to Hyman, Pennsylvania, from Hyman, Pennsylvania to Knoxville, Tennessee, from Indiana to West Monroe, Louisiana, Florida, California, Washington State. I have found one Hillary Rodham Clinton sign and it's my neighbor across the street from me. He and I are staring each other down. I'm a preacher. He's a preacher. And we're about ready to meet in the middle of the road. I mean, that's where we're at right now. That's the only sign. I am, right? Can't find another sign. Are you, the signs are everywhere for the end times, but they're not for Hillary. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Trump is ahead now by almost 100,000 votes in Florida with, uh, I think, 92% is in or something like that. Anyway. Yes, you, yes. Pastor, wait wait a second, though. You know, evangelicals, if the Christians would have stepped up and would step up, we can win this. You know, we can win this. Go ahead, sir. I I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I'm glad you're throwing it out there. I was talking to Russ Bizdar today. He was on my show earlier today, and he's saying if Trump wins this, and he kind of feels Trump will win, kind of feels like he's King Cyrus in Isaiah 45. Mm-hmm. And King Cyrus was called God's anointed. You have to understand, he was the king of Persia. Yet God used him to reopen the, the gates to allow Israel to, to regain uh, uh, and to defeat its enemies. And so he says, you know, I kind of think he's King Cyrus. But here's the thing. If Trump wins, God's going to give us a bubble, a little bit of time where the, where the Christians, evangelicals, and all the Christians have got to step up and take back some of this ground we've lost over the last 40 years. Like, really put it, like, if Trump could get two or three Supreme Court justices, maybe we could re- reverse this abomination of of uh, uh, abortion. Maybe we could cut taxes and help businesses, small businesses, to really start to flourish. Maybe we could put a, uh, a tariff upon manufacturing and to, uh, to help bring those some of those jobs back. I don't know how you're going to get them all back. 
I don't know. But, I mean, what about the Christians? Are we going to step up? We better step up tonight. And so I'm, I'm praying that the folks in Nevada, I'm praying to people in Utah, I'm praying that, that, that New Mexico, uh, Arizona, step up. I'm praying to Michigan. I'm praying Michigan goes red. Uh, right now, Trump's leading in Virginia right now at this moment. Maybe, maybe he steals Virginia. But we, this thing is still, we could have, this could have been a landslide if we could have had the body of Christ working together. I'm going to say that right now. Amen. And, and, and to, to every Christian, and this is just me talking, uh, pastor, but for every Christian out there who decided to stay home or decided that, uh, uh, they're too sanctimonious to, to vote for, uh, for Trump, then, uh, what comes after that with a Hillary win, if that is in fact the case, uh, the bloodshed, the continued bloodshed and everything that follows a Clinton win, if that is to be the case, it's on you. That's just my feeling. But what do I know? Yeah, you can't set you can't set it out. You can't say, "Well, I just don't know." I mean, that's coward and that's cop out. You got to step up, even if you lose. You step up, even if you lose. And uh, I'm with Russ Dizdar. What he said this this afternoon, guys. He said, "Well, if Trump wins, we got this bubble. We better. We're going to get aggressive. We're really going to move forward. We're going to try to evangelize heavier than ever before while we got an open window." If we lose, if Hillary Clinton wins this thing tonight, he says, I just readjust my strategy. We're not going to go away. Well, I'm not going away. And I can right. guarantee you the Hag- Hagman show is not going to go away. You guys will be right in there. Alternative media will be pounding this thing out. Uh, so don't worry. We're not going to go away. But, man, we really would like to have some of these roadblocks removed. Wouldn't you guys agree and, and help help this country Get back to God and and get back to the greatness that it can be. And, and, and you know what you make you make an excellent point, uh, Pastor. Because yeah, we would like to have some of these roadblocks removed. I, I saw something, and folks, I, I mentioned this to Pastor Paul Bagley earlier. The regular listeners of this program know that I do follow, and and of course, you know, we've got news feeds coming in into the studio in our offices twenty four seven, and uh, we, we, once in a while, I mean, the names we've got. Uh, if, if a name hits the news, you know, it sends us a notification. Happened to be. Uh, uh, I got a notification that uh, the, the Democratic National Socialist Progressive Liberal Law Communist website, uh, Democratic Underground, in my opinion, um, did, a, did a hatchet piece on Pastor Paul Begley. So he's earned, uh, you know, the gold star because if 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 he's if if he and you know what you know what they were upset with him about they were upset with him about the prophetic implications of this election. And you know, every single one of those responses, as far as I'm concerned, were from uh, from atheists, you know, the, the worst of the worst non-believers. And I'm going to tell you something. If you've got people who don't believe in the God of the Bible, and if you've got people who don't believe in the America's spiritual and, and moral integrity, then you've got problems. But but congratulations, Pastor, for, for making the hit piece on that sewage site of Democratic Underground. Again, these are my opinions, and I'm entitled to my opinions. It's still America in 2016. So. But, uh, yeah, I just I thought it was pretty funny, uh, Pastor. Hey, but but you, you, you've been right on things. Go so on. you're saying the name of this group is called the Democrat Underground, and uh, so they it's really wrote form, a, yeah. yeah, and they wrote a yeah. piece about me, and they really threw me under the bus because of my prophetic... 
uh, the prophetic uh, angle of this election. They just went off. Uh, okay, hey, that's a that's a. I'll stick that one on the shelf over there. Put that gold star up there and say, thank God. If if they, you know if that's the kind of people that they want to fight me, they're fighting God is what they're doing. Uh, I'll take that as a badge of honor. Praise God. I'll, I'm going to rejoice. Okay. Uh, and put the, send me that link. Send me that link because I'd like to read. You know, I mean, I've been, I've been called a Christian terrorist by the Huffington Post uh, when they wrote an article about me. So, hey, you know, we'll take the Democrat underground. Sure. Yeah, put that right up next to your uh, um, Southern Poverty Law Center Award for Hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if, you, if you're not on the right wing watch uh, list, you, you haven't made it. Or if you know, if you're not on a list like that, you haven't made it. And, and you have really, you, you know, you've really laid out through your program. Pastor Paul Bakley's got a, just a terrific program. Uh, uh, boy, I'll tell you, through your program, you've laid out the current events as they apply in, in this election, as it applies to, to biblical prophecy. Um, so, I mean, you know, Pastor, if if I had to, without knowing, I mean, without consulting the polls right now, can I ask, I mean, although it really is not going to matter, our strat- it's just going to change our strategy, do you think it's going to be a, 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 a Hillary win or a, a Trump win? What's your gut telling you and your spirit telling you? You know, <laughs> wow, I'm... You know, I, I believe the American people are voting Trump as the president. I just been praying all day that the enemy's tricks and scams and moisture on ballots uh, and, and, and haywire stuff going wrong. And so what I've been saying is I know the people are going to vote Trump in as president of the United States. I've been praying against the tricksters and all of the, you know, the, the, uh, all of the shenanigans and anything and everything they can do that would try to stop it. That's what I've been praying. God, break their uh, equipment. Uh, get somebody a flat tire that's got a box full of stuff, ballots. Give them flat. Leave them on the highway for a few hours. Get us through this election. I just looked. Uh, Trump is now at 4,302,000, and Clinton's at 4,191,000. And that's with 90, how many percent is it? 90, 94%. So Trump is pulling away at this moment. Well, I need to know. I just saw the total votes, but I'm trying to find out what percentage of votes in Florida have been counted. Right now I see uh, Trump 49.1, Clinton 47.9. But what's the percentage of votes? Oh, yeah, and I'm not sure if that's accurate with the count you had. Percentage of votes, I don't know. I'm looking at real clear politics, Pastor. Okay. Heidi's at CNN, and she's saying it's about 91 to 92% is in, and Trump has a... As I said, why not just get get the news from North Korea? (laughs) Trump's got a 110,000 vote lead uh, right now. Guys, have you heard about this shooting in California at a poll location? Yes. One day We have have it up right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, and what we know uh, so far, I'm just pulling up the article that uh, was saved here. There was a multiple-person shooting, two hurt, and officer-involved shooting in Azusa. Uh, C- this is from CBS Los Angeles. Um, it's it's a sub. It's, it's outside of LA. One dead, three where, injured. The, uh, That's yeah. where the 
That's where the great revival, guys, in 1906 broke out in in Azuzu Street, Los in Los Angeles. Is that where this is at, or this is Azuzu, California? Okay, it's the suburb. Yeah. Okay. They say one person has been killed, three treated for injuries after gunfire erupted, and officers were fired upon near two polling places in Azusa residential neighborhood on Tuesday. Yeah, and this took place at, at about 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Uh, uh, their time, Pacific. Not sure if it's a voter or uh, election-related shooting, but it did happen near uh, two polling places, and it, it was a police-involved shooting also. Again, one dead, three injured. Where's Feinstein? Feinstein. Do we know? To your question, I believe that Trump will win the election from the voters of the United States of America. But I don't know if he gets to be president. Because it, it just, you know, will the cheaters, will the, will the, will the things that go on have just enough to stop him. Uh, I tell you, he, he's winning Florida by 113,000 votes. If he pulls off Florida, he's leading in Virginia. If, if, I'm telling you, if he wins Virginia, he's going to win the presidency because that's supposed to be totally blue. That's too many delegates. He may win Michigan. Um, so I, I'm with you guys. I think that uh, Trump could win this thing. I think Trump... Is is winning it because look at the crowds at his rallies, unbelievable crowds. Yet Clinton can't get two. I get more people at my rallies than Clinton. I mean, that's <laughs> are you serious? I mean, so uh, there's no way. Yeah, I, I sure. Yeah, you know even her operatives. Uh, Tim Kaine canceled an event this last weekend because he only had three people show up to the event. Clinton's having to Photoshop uh, pictures <laughs> of her uh, crowds at rallies. Uh, and people are, are just, I mean, Jay-Z uh, campaigned with her. They gave out 10,000 free tickets. The 10,000 people came, but left all of them left before Hillary Clinton even spoke. She can only get a, less than 1,500 people to attend a rally in Cleveland that were LeBron James, who is the head of the Cleveland Cavaliers World Champions, uh, was there. It's ridiculous. Trout's getting more, Trump's getting more than that. More than even the 10,000 with Jay-Z there on a nightly basis in multiple cities. That should say everything. You, you guys are on the money, and you guys know exactly what's been happening. So the numbers are with Trump. The numbers are with Trump. The people are with Trump. And uh, let's just pray. Not. The establishment. Where's the bushes? Where'd they go? They're hiding in the bushes. You know, voting I mean, for uh, Clinton. We're, we're, oh, of course they are. Where's Mitt Romney? Where's, Where's Paul Ryan? Paul Ryan's scared to death. He don't know what to do. Okay? The guy's an Andy empty Munster. suit. He's an empty suit. He's an empty suit. And we got a lot of them in Washington. And and so, you know, it's time for the church to rise up, guys. It's time for the church to take back what the devil has stolen. It's time for America. And get rid of Ka Kaepernick. Fire him. If you don't want to stand up for the, for the you know, here's the, can I say this real fast about the NFL? Roger Cadell, what are you doing? You know, uh, you, he's you, been you, on the wrong side of so many issues, and this is just the latest. I mean, what you do is you tell the people who work for you, say, look, guys, when the national anthem goes, you're all are going to stand. I don't care. You, this is what we do. We stand now. We tell you when to come in the game. We tell you to go out of the game. We tell you when to show up for the bus to get to the game. And when the a national anthem plays, you stand. Now, if you want to protest it, do it on your own time somewhere else, not on my time. That's real simple. That's real easy. Be a man, Roger. Be a man. And here's what's going to happen. 
30% of the viewers of the NFL football have walked away from the NFL, and baseball was not stupid. The Cubs knew this, and, and the other guys, and they said, whoa, we better wave the red, white, and blue, because America's tired of this left-wing liberal garbage. We're tired of this anti-American. We're tired of this globalism. We're tired of these Luciferians, these New World Order. We're tired of it. Amen. And Pastor Paul Begley is who we're talking to. Pastor, we we only have about two minutes left. Tell people how they can listen to you, because you are one of the premier voices, one of the most popular voices on the Internet. How can people listen to your website? Plug away, sir. You know, I appreciate it, Joe and Doug. Just thank you for the invite. Come to my website at paulbegleyprophecy.com. That's www.paulbegleyprophecy.com. You can watch our show live every day there from 12 noon Eastern to 2. Uh, also, go to my YouTube channel. That's just paulbegley34. You'll find it on YouTube. Just and, and Here's what I want. People, give your life to Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Most importantly, Amen. just find the Lord, get things right in your heart, and walk in the love of God every day. And and because uh, time's running out, if this if Hillary wins, we're going to see an acceleration of the beast. One thing's for sure, time is running out. So give your life to Christ. Thank you guys for having me on tonight, Pastor Begley. God bless you, and and thank Heidi, you. thank you so much. We'll oh, talk so soon. lucky, so lucky to have uh, to have Pastor Paul Begley on. What a, what a godly man and his wife Heidi. What a beautiful family, folks. Um, send an email to Pastor Paul Begley. Thank him for coming on and giving his wonderful wonderful information to us, uh, folks. You're listening to a very special 2016 election edition. Hagman and Hagman Report teams up with CanadaFreePress.com. That's right. A view from the north, the view from ground zero here. Uh, we're going to be coming right back. Stan and Holly Dale coming on uh, as well. And we have so much more planned between now and midnight. Hopefully, uh, 100%, I, I gotta tell you this, 100% of the vote in, um, gone to Hillary without any doubt. Saudi Arabia, Qatar, UAE, and Venezuela, sorry. Oh, Iran too. And Iran. Gonna be right back, folks. Stay right where you're at. Canada Free Press teaming up both sides of the border, teaming up to bring you the news. Election night 2016. You know, Coach Dave, Co- uh, Pastor uh, uh, Paul Begley said it best. You know, it doesn't matter who wins. The only thing that's going to change is our strategy. And I would urge everyone to, to really um, be a part of that. We're, we're getting news feeds. We've got uh, multiple monitors here in the studio getting news feeds. And, I, and I, I've, we're also monitoring social networking. And I'm amazed to see how many people are, are saying, oh, I need a drink. I need this. I need that. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at my wit's end and on and on. You know, that's the difference because with uh, with God, as our compass, as our anchor, you don't need any of that. We know how the story ends. We know it's going to get bumpy regardless. And it's it's up to us, folks. It's up to us 
to 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 uh, to make the change. Before we get to our next guest, I want to tell you about a company and the product. This product is it, it's just you know just the cat's whiskers. Anyone still say that anymore? Anyway, it, it's it's the GMAG Power Cell from Greenovative. It's a, Greenovative is a small Florida company. It's a fantastic company. It's a fantastic product. This thing produces electricity simply by adding salt water water to it. The Super GMAG battery recharger. It's got a replace, uh, replaceable magnesium power pucks. It's the neatest thing I've ever seen. It can char- charge up to six 1,000 milliamp hour double AA or triple A batteries, rechargeable batteries, in about three hours. And the power pucks are reusable or you're replaceable. You don't need sun. You don't need light. You don't need uh, wind or hand crank or a little squirrel on you know one of those wheels. No, you don't need that. Just ordinary table salt and a little bit of water. Put a bing, and there it is. The Super GMAG charger. It's affordable. It's lightweight. It weighs about eight ounces. It's EMP proof. It's environmentally friendly. It's durable. It's, uh, it'll provide you with a safe and convenient power source for recharging batteries, recharging your cell phone, whatever it might be. It's got an indefinite shelf life and unlimited number of batteries. You can recharge by replacing the power box. Folks, go to greenevative.com. That's greenevative.com. Or go to hagmanreport.com. Click on the, the link there or hagmanhagman.com. Click on the link to greenevative. And get one of these. Christmas is coming. If you give gifts, this is a, a fantastic, and I mean a fantastic gift for that loved one. And by the way, hey, do it now because Hagman and Hagman listeners get 10% off their entire order. Please remember, it's not too early to order for Christmas. This is an amazing lifetime gift. It really is. Greenevative.com. That's greenevative.com. And again, Hagman and Hagman listeners mentioned Hagman and Hagman listener. That's your Hagman Hagman listener. Mention that. Did I tell you that? Get 10% off your entire order. That is the key. Now, uh, I just want to mention as well a couple of notations here. If you are living and listening to this in the greater Los Angeles area, LAPD, uh, some area, well, LAPD has placed some areas on riot mode in the event Trump wins. Go figure. What a surprise. Or is Gomer Powell go, surprise, surprise, surprise. I mean, really? See, this is the mentality of the Saul Alinsky Democratic National Socialist Marxist left. You know, the, the, you know, the sign stealers of the Trump, Trump sign stealers. This is their mentality. Hey, if we don't win, we're going to burn the place down. And you wonder why. And, and I, and I'm looking in this camera right now, and I'm going to ask the Christians out there who, 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 the sanctimonious Christians who refused or are refusing to vote for Trump because my goodness, he, or for whatever reason, is it really worth it? I mean, so you, you can justify that in your mind, right? I do have a feeling that many will get what they deserve. Joe? Our next guest is a guest who joins us each and every Tuesday night in hour number three, Mr. Stan Deo. Actually, it's hour number four on our broadcast. Um, and, folks, just in case you joined us late, after the show is over on Global Star and Blog Talk Radio, we are continuing here on YouTube, bringing you live election coverage. Take it Hopefully all. we'll be able to bring you... Uh, or announced or be here when the uh, president is announced. Uh, 
and um, it's getting very interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. But now, Stan Dale is our guest. He is joining us this hour to talk about uh, the latest election news, his thoughts on the Comey FBI non-investigation, oh, yeah. what's happening in real time with uh, the polls, and anything else he wants to cover pertaining to this election. And I know Holly's there. Uh, hi, Holly, from Hagman and Hagman. And she might jump in and with her opinion as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's just had to uh, race out to take the doggies out, so it's just me. All right. Not even the dogs, huh? Okay. Well, no. Yeah, it's great well, to have you, they, they uh, had to go out and make a statement on the, what they think about the elections. <laughs> you you got you to find a, a Hillary sign, and then, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boy, this election, I tell you what, it looks like Trump's going to lose Florida. Do you see that? Uh, from what I see right now, 76% in. Trump's up 49.2 to Clinton's 47.7. Yes, That's but look at the real politics. votes. There's 142,692 votes difference. That's in favor of Trump, right? 100, say 143,000. But if you go over and you click on the Fox News uh, Florida map and look at the state of Florida, uh, you'll see uh, a rather interesting problem, and that is that the solid blue counties within Florida and the southeast corner are Palm Beach, a lot of retirees, and only half the votes are in there. Palm Beach uh, is followed then by Broward County, which is right underneath it. Only one-sixth of the votes are counted, yeah, like 16%. And then Miami-Dade, they're pretty much at 93% of the vote. But between Broward County and um, Palm Beach, there's hundreds of thousands, you know, uh, estimating 500 there and about, oh, good Lord, uh, maybe a, there's probably 1.3 million votes still haven't been counted in those two very blue counties of Florida. And they're all kind of people taking advantage of the system one way or another and there's a heavy hispanic turnout that's in that area too so uh, that's probably going to kill him you know i've seen a lot of hispanic as of late a lot of hispanic and african-american movement towards trump for whatever that's worth i don't know if we'll see that uh, in these counties that you're you know talking about um but i i i just feel that there are, you know, they're they're pulling some shenanigans here with numbers. I cannot. I would bet a month's of my a month's worth of paychecks that there that there's no way Hillary Clinton is getting the the public support that they're showing here in the elections. She does not have the oh. support. She does not have those votes. I don't know where they're coming from. I mean, I'm sure many in the graveyard have voted. I'm sure uh, many, dead. you know, never recovered POWs have voted. I'm sure animals have voted. Not to mention the illegal immigrants that Obama encouraged to vote and, you know, stated that there would not be any repercussions and almost went as far as to say you can get a cash prize if you vote if you stop here afterwards. Pick up your toaster on the way out. Yeah. It's just insane. <laughs> you know, Joe, I, and Doug, I, I agree. I, I know there's a lot of fiddly stuff going on. That's why every state has uh, a telephone line that Holly's put up on the website. Call if you detect fraud, voter fraud happening, you know, machines screwing up and whatever. And here we are. Uh, you know, at this point, Trump is like he's got 
of the country favoring him more in the popular vote than Hillary. Like, there's 17 million, a little over 17 million votes counted so far in the election, and 15.8 million of them support Clinton. 17.3 million uh, support, um, sorry, support Trump. So in other words, in the popular vote right now, he would win the election by 9.5%. But because of the Electoral College stuff, yeah, uh, he's going to lose probably if if Florida doesn't turn around, some miracle doesn't happen down there, which we can always pray for. But um, you know, all the the heavy Republican, solid Republican counties of Florida are in, but sadly they don't have the the population numbers that you see down in Broward and Palm Beach and and uh, Miami Dade counties. Th- those three control the state basically, and. Um, no. You know, and say take a miracle because at the moment when you look at those state figures, if it continues to to go at the uh, the normal rate that they've been going at, it's like uh, Palm Beach, for instance. Well, uh, sixty forty, actually sixty thirty. They've just updated it. Sixty thirty in favor of Clinton, percent wise, in Palm Beach. And then if you go to uh, Broward County, it's um, like seventy thirty in favor of Clinton. And Broward is, is you know, if it continues on this, there's only sixteen percent of the vote in there, so it could it could flip. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Holly's just uh, telling me. Holly, they said to say hi and get on the line. Tell her what you find about. Uh, she's got to get her headpiece on. She just got back, but she was just telling me that apparently Colorado at the early vote is swinging uh, to Republican, which would really be nice. Is the first yeah, you're, you're not the, on yet. It takes so. the pressure Hi guys, off Trump. This is the first time ever since 1983 that I've lived in Colorado and it's voting Republican. Yeah. Now, understand yeah. this is early, early time here, but we've just got to get right. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of what they said about, you know, the paths to victory. Uh, dependent on Trump winning Florida. But if he takes some of these states that they're talking about, uh, like Michigan, like Colorado, and some of these other Democratic strongholds, that takes the, I mean, Florida, he could lose Florida, even though I don't think he lost it, the way he campaigned there and the amount of, uh, momentum and people that were there in his rallies and, and supporting him and, uh, you know, it was amazing to see the last month how many different Florida speeches he gave that, you know, you had arenas packed, stadiums packed, people waiting in line for hours. Just the sheer number of people who come out to see him versus the dozen or so that seem to make their way to Clinton rallies uh, when there's celebrities there and then the, the four that are there without him. Even Tim Kaine had to cancel a rally over the weekend because only three people showed up. Wasn't that it a makes riot? no sense to me <laughs> that you see anything of and Greg Hunter was a guest on our show last night and I forget what polls he was mentioning I don't know if they were internal polls or uh but he said that he believes for every Clinton voter there's 25 Trump voters in this country. Yeah, well, you know, from his thoughts to the voters' actions, let it be so. You know, uh, Washington State, uh, they show that in the early forecasts, you know, last week, that that's going to be 12 electoral votes for the Dems. But I read where one of the electors is going to reverse what the popular vote is uh, and go Republican, which is can only be done in maybe 20 or yeah, 
about 20, maybe 22 states, where they don't have to actually follow the popular vote of their state. The Electoral College can, members of it can reverse it, which is very, very unusual, but they can do that. So even though we see, like, you know, Washington State has 12 electoral votes, it might have 11 Democratic and one for Trump. Uh, it, it really, I suppose there's infinite wisdom somewhere in our fathers, founding fathers doing this. But when you have a guy that's got uh, 10% more of the popular vote than the opponent, uh, but the Electoral College unelects him, it, it just, just doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. You know, Nothing Joe, in this election was right. What was that, Holly? To what you were saying earlier, yes, if Trump does not win Florida, he could still win, but it would be a superbly difficult path mm-hmm. because he would, as you were indicating, have to flip so many already committed Dem states and all the toss-ups. It would be tough. Not impossible, but tough. Yeah. Yeah, it would be I hope they investigate that why all of these ballots, the electronic ballots that they're seeing, why are they always only flipping for Hillary? I've never heard in (laughs) one instance, not during the Obama elections or during this, where they ever went for the Republican candidate. That's just a right-wing conspiracy. Should have known. <laughs> Holly, Holly's got a link up there on on our website uh, on the the news page there about uh, the anti-Trump uh, Trump voters with that Apple app can you know switch their vote from their state to another state to go against Trump. And there's at least forty thousand of those votes that are floating they know of at the moment where they just press a button and somebody in California can shift its vote over to say Colorado and say look uh, use my vote in Colorado. That, how in the heck is that even legal? It's probably not. I would say no, it's not legal. Well, I think it's probably about as legal as dead people voting and people voting three and four times. And yeah. illegal aliens told to vote. Virginia even lifted a restriction for over, I think, either 60,000 or eight to allow 60 or 80,000 felons to vote in this election. Um, you, you know, I, I just want to say that uh, Drudge has a notation on here, and this is from a... Um, uh, uh, a Middle Eastern publication, and, and I'm being very, I'm being very serious about this. Saudi, the, the Saudi Arabian people prefer. Sixty-eight uh, percent of Saudis prefer Hillary Clinton. So, for what that's worth. Well, look how much money they dumped into the Clinton Foundation. Yep. Interestingly, we got a, a email from. Um, a listener in Arizona, Mary, thanks, Mary, for this. She says that uh, Democrats in Arizona are asking for two extra hours to vote. <laughs> I don't know They're why. doing that in Colorado as well because our voting machines crashed. Wow. What why, about... I mean, why not paper ballots? Yeah, I was just going to say, why not goodness. hand out... Um, pencils, number two pencils and a paper, piece of paper. I mean, that would be the, the clever way to do it. You know, uh, Wisconsin and uh, I think it's Michigan are now swinging Republican. Uh, uh, you know, they're they're close, but they were originally predicted to be Democratic uh, leaning states, and they seem to be Republican leaning now. 
So he's getting the, the you know, those, those electoral college votes are kind of potentially mounting up in his favor. Wow. I see right now Trump, 140 electoral, electoral college votes to Clinton, 97. And, and by the way, we've got one, two, three, four, five. We've got six maps showing, you know, the graphics. So, yeah. You know, and then let's not forget the you know you Holly and and Stan and I yesterday talked about the Senate races here in PA. There's this is the this Senate race was more expensive than any Senate race in the country in history. And Holly, you added that in uh, where you are, that George Soros has spent millions of dollars trying to influence your local uh, Senate races. And it's not been just. Uh, to uh, Colorado uh, races as well. He's also done other states. I guess I can look that up while we're chatting here. But, you know, why does he just butt the heck out? Holly, He's running the world sp- leader, I think. Can, Holly, can you speak up a little bit and, and repeat that? Uh, we're coming yes, through fine. It's just a little lower. Sorry about that. That's better. Well, it's not polite to wish somebody uh, to be transport off the face of the planet, but he's certainly one of my top candidates. Who Who is that candidate? Soros. Senate? Oh, Soros. Oh, yeah. And Bloomberg. I mean... <laughs> no, he was in here uh, also doing the same darn thing that um, Soros was. Interesting. You know... The, the goal was attempting to to crush our nationalistic pride um, or, or our heritage, as uh, as, as uh, uh, Michael Savage says, borders, language, and culture. But I mean, this is a fight, Holly. Don't you? I mean, cause, and, and folks, if you haven't already done so, Dare to Prepare by Holly Dale and Prophetic Perils by Holly Dale, uh, two critical works. You won't be sorry. But but Holly, isn't this? Uh, I mean. Aren't we watching really the line in the sand being drawn right now between the, the globalists and the nationalists? The, the pushback here. I mean, I mean, this is historic. I think that is the succinct way to put it. Stan, I just said, look, if if we don't get Trump in there, and it's not that we've liked everything he said. You have to push past that. Look at the issues. If he doesn't get in, we're done. All those things that I wrote about there in Prophetic Perils, they're going to be on greased skids. You know, you you can't really change, you you can't change prophecy, but maybe you can, well, we can all do the right thing. We can all stand in the gap and, 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 you know, be this, be, be, play our positions until, until, you know, we're called home. So. Well, we agree. You know, you can't change the bedrock, uh, the foundations of prophecy. You can change small little bits. That's our personal opinion. You can change small little bits, or with enough prayer, you can can delay it. But you're not going to change it. Trump was at least going to buy us some time. And, you know, when you have more time, then you have more chances for more people to come to Christ. That's the bottom line. And there it is. That's right. That's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, 
we know how the story ends. Uh, and, and most people, and more and more people, by the way, looking at this landscape of an election, understanding, you know, the dog and pony show that it is, even despite that, they can see, they can sense, they can feel that, that the Bible, I believe, and I think they are believing that the Bible is right and prophecy is right. And this is what it's all about, the, the bigger picture, the prophetic picture, the spiritual, the spiritual health of, of our nation. It's just that, you know, we don't want to go down in a slaughter. And that's what it feels like to me that we're doing, that we've been under for the last eight years of Obama. Tomorrow for our photo of the day, if by some chance Hillary gets in, I'll tweak it, but I'm still going to put it up. Jeff Crank, who is a radio talk talk show host here on Saturday mornings in Springs, Colorado Springs, in August, he listed out the Obama legacy, the first four years, the last four years, and it's hell. It's what we've got to live with now, and if Hillary gets in, it's going to be that plus. It's just bad. When you read that stuff all together, laid out, bullet point fashion, it's very shocking what he's done to this country. And Hillary will be worse. Yeah. No doubt about that. And everything Obama has done, he has done in an accelerated rate compared to those presidents before him, whether Republican or Democrat. And yesterday a guest explained it, you know, when he was in the, uh, Paul Craig Roberts was a friend of the guest we had on, and he said what they would do during the Nixon administration was, you know, put your, put the foot on the gas for six months, uh, when it comes to implementing different policies and, um, you know, new, new ventures, and then take your foot off the gas for six months. And he said with Obama, the foot went to, straight to the floor and it has not, uh, you know, he has not lifted it. And with Hillary Clinton, I imagine we will see much of the same. And what's unfortunate is that so much of the groundwork is in place. So much of the agenda has been accomplished. We don't have that much farther to go. I mean, they're aiming to take away the constitutional rights completely they have a socialist socialist communist uh, idea for they want to bring our nation down they don't want us to be the superpower they feel that america has had its run they don't they're not loyal or to this country at all their allegiances don't lie with the united states and its people out of all those wikileaks that were released and all the emails from the different places not one of them talked about how to better help the american people through policy or otherwise they all talked about how to you know con manipulate and and siphon the money out of the people out of the institutions for their own benefit as a recent donald trump ad stated hillary clinton doesn't care about the american people all she cares about is power money and herself and it's it would be like having a crazed dictator in the white house and we are 
on the eve of that happening. Now we need to all pray that God will allow uh, the person who's going to bring America together, who's going to help bring a, uh, a revival. Not those who, and, and on the other side of that, you know, persecution does bring the the, the biggest revival. Indeed. And I'm not asking for that. I'm just saying that if God wants, yes. if we get what we deserve, and God wants to accelerate, you know, those uh, to the either who hate Him or love Him to that separation, then I imagine a Hillary Clinton presidency is exactly what. Would would push that in that direction, Stan and Holly. Uh, you know, hold on here. We're coming at the bottom of the hour break. I just on the other side. We uh, so so many things to ask you, but uh, folks, we're talking with Stan Dale, Stan and Holly Dale, favorite people of the Hagman Hagman Report. You know them. Oh my goodness, dare to prepare prophetic perils. Stan, of course, cosmic, cosmic, conspiracy. cosmic conspiracy. Great book. Uh, Art Bell, Coast to Coast AM. You know, I mean. Standale.com. Yeah, com. By the way, uh, we just got an email from a listener in the UK listening live saying, Nigel Farage just tweeted that the markets are moving in a fashion that reminds them of Brexit all over again. Yeah, think about that, folks, especially you Europeans. We're going to be right back. Stay right where you're at. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on this extended, extended six-hour program, the Hagman and Hagman Report, along with CanadaFreePress.com, streaming live from Canada Free Press, as well as on Hagman and Hagman.com. Our special guests of this hour, Stan and Holly Dale. Uh, you talk about uh, great people, two of the greatest people I know. Go to standale.com. That's standale.com. And we're talking about the election. This is a historic night for America. This is where we, this, this is, in my view, and I said this at the opening of the show, what we're seeing right now is a fight for the very heart and the very soul of America. This will define the decisions, this decision will define the nature of the fight. Now, it's, it doesn't mean anything is over. It doesn't mean even that we've won, in my view. It means that we have to, at this point, adjust our strategy, whether it's uh, Hillary or, or Trump. It, we, it's not over. It's just beginning, folks. And I mean, that's my message. If Hillary Clinton wins, are you going to be here tomorrow? Of course. Is everybody going to be going to work tomorrow in the listening audience? I I trust Life they will. will go on as usual. This is not the end all. No, Hillary Clinton wins. But again, the strategy must change. Before we get back to yep. Stan and Holly, uh, I, I want to mention blessed, yeah, blessed, <laughs> blessed day ever. Blessed, thank you. Blessed day ever. dot com. Blessed day ever. dot com. Coming out tonight, the very, very first collection. My daughter, she, she's a wonderful photographer. She's taken some, I mean, some unbelievable wildlife pictures. 
her art is being featured on Blessed Day Ever website. Shirts, cups, uh, garments, and, and what have you. BlessedDayEver.com. BlessedDayEver.com. Go to HagmanReport.com or HagmanHagman.com. It's linked off of there. Check out what she has done. And JD, her creative evangelist, has, has put, um, put, uh, this to scripture. There are scriptural messages. So it's a combination of JD's talent and my daughter's talent, Jackie. The, the, the yeah. creative talents of both. And I'm so proud of my daughter, Jackie. Uh, I'm so proud of, of, of her work product, blessedayever.com. Folks, if, if you want to be a walking billboard for the scriptures, uh, and, and looking good while you're at it, there it is, blessed day ever. And you know, Jackie, we, uh, she was a good sport being thrown in all those animal cages and getting those pictures. <laughs> I mean, really. You know, I was surprised. She was tough. She didn't yell too much. That badger came at her. I mean, whew. He took care of him. <laughs> Go. No, I'm just kidding. Folks, we are in uh, our third hour of the broadcast. And for those of you who just might be listening on Global Star, we have two additional hours on YouTube. You come over to our Hagman YouTube channel, search Team K9 or uh, Hagman, the official Hagman and Hagman. Or right off of Canada, yeah. Press. com. Or right? Yeah, right off page. Hagman and Hagman or HagmanReport.com. And you can... Uh, hang in with us for two hours from 10 to, to midnight, uh, part of more our extended six coming. hour spe- yeah. election special broadcast. And we have more guests coming after, uh, 10 o'clock. So it's going to be interesting. And hopefully we're here while they. Who was going to check in? Uh, who, I heard she's back on the campaign trail. Yeah, she is. Um, well, let's get back let's to our guests because, yeah. yeah, come on. Well, we got to do that. We have Stan Dale and Holly Dale from standale.com. Both prolific authors, scientists, and just all around, I'll say geniuses. And they are sharing their, uh, election e, election night insights with us. Where do you guys want to go from here? Um, well, one thing that I wanted to, to uh, comment on just for winter break, you were talking about, um, you know, if, um, uh, Hillary uh, were to win this, that um, it would be perhaps a time of uh, challenge and more people would be saved. Either way, uh, Trump would be as well. But when we see the, the church in strife, like certainly would be under uh, Hillary uh, presidency, then it, it uh, strengthens the church, and I think it makes the outreach, the um, revival, uh, spread further than it does in, in uh, good times. Now, uh, knowing various other things about the dating of the, the beginning of the seven-year tribulation, the war, and various other things that are going to happen in world dictatorship, we can see that if the Democrats take the White House, that we will be under persecution. Uh, Hillary's already publicly stated some time back that uh, military veterans, uh, uh, Republicans, uh, fundamentalist Christians, they're all enemies of the state. They're like terrorists as, as far as she's concerned. So that means that under her leadership that we would be certainly in strife and be persecuted more than we are now. That means to me that the the uh, as a pre-tribulationist uh, in the rapture theory that I think that that means that the day of the rapture is much closer if she wins, in my opinion, because we will be in persecution, certainly, and be looking up for our redemption even more so than we are now. Um, anyway, that's just kind of my feeling on it at the moment, um, coupled with the other dating techniques that uh, we can derive from prophecy to put the start of the tribulation period in 
issues as far as dating it. You know, guys, before we get off on this topic entirely, uh, taking a little bit of a left turn here, when we saw media so totally in bed with Hillary to the point where it was just outright lies and yellow journalism, I still cannot wrap my brain around the why of it. Normally the people that are for Hillary and for the Democrats, for the progressive line, are either super rich or very, very impoverished. Generally the people that are in journalism are basic, normal, mainstream Americans. If they have and help Clinton get in, and she is her president, they are going to be in just as much trouble and hit just as hard as anybody else in this country that is middle America. It absolutely makes no sense. Interesting. You know, the way you said that, it it, kind of puts things in a different perspective. Um, and, and folks, and I know Holly um, is just a little tad on the difficult side to hear you. You're a little quiet, but but basically, what you're saying is, and and I think I, I heard you correctly, is um, the, the the media. We've seen them in the tank for for Hillary, the establishment. She wins. She's going to throw them under the bus, right? I mean, is that kind of she? They have been throwing uh, Trump under the bus to the point where. It's laughable. It's not okay. even journalism anymore. Okay. And oh, they no, are going to be not. just as hurt by Hillary presidency because most journalists are not wealthy. And they are going God. to be just as hurt with Obamacare and the taking away the Second Amendment and all the other infringements and the executive orders. I cannot believe these people can't see what the heck they're going to be living in. You know, I I had a... For a while there, uh, with Clinton supporters, I was so mad. You know, I've talked to, to some strangers in the last few weeks that uh, in politics came up, and people who were, uh, you know, Clinton supporters through and through, and you try to talk sense into them, you try to talk to them, present them facts. You try to just lay it out there for them, and with you know, in a friendly way, uh, you know, have you guys seen this or, you know, well, what do you think about uh, Clinton's this and that? And Josh Hawley reiterated this yesterday, and so did Greg Hunter, our guest. Uh, they don't care. Uh, Greg was giving an example of the, uh, you know, uh, speculation and the. Subsequent proof, I would say, of, of the uh, sexual misconduct and the occult and satanic nature of Hillary Clinton and their campaign. And Greg said who he was talking to when presented with this information said they just don't care. Trump is mean. He's a racist. He wants to build a wall. And it doesn't matter what Hillary Clinton does. It's what Trump wants to do. And the media's brainwashing has been very effective. Uh, to a degree, it's been very effective to those who can't see outside of the, you know, Democrat, Republican uh, mindset, the two-party mindset, and and don't understand that, you know, it, throughout history, regardless of who you vote for, these people are on the same team. 
Now, this election might be separate and different because Donald Trump is not a politician. He's an outsider. He's not initiated uh, into the secret societies, as Newt Gingrich said. And he is a threat, if that's true, to the establishment because he could be able to undo a lot of what they have accomplished. But one, it, it's just, I had to get to a point because I was so angry at these people, you know. I would drive by and see a Clinton sign on the ground and just, uh, you know, yell at the window, you idiot, stuff like that. And I had to emotionally detach myself and start praying for these people because it's if, if people are that deceived, it is, it, it is just so sad. And, I, and I'm not putting it correctly. It's, it's more than that, but it's tragic. It's heartbreaking. To think and the that other, another side he, of that same coin. Joe, on what you're saying, is not that they're just not caring. It goes beyond that. Media have so totally brainwashed these people that it's really not comprehensible. I was talking to a dear friend and a neighbor two days ago on this, and when she was talking about something about Hillary and her bad deeds, she says, oh, well, they're just making it up. But when it came to Trump and his possible misdeeds, it was, well, he's just so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, wait a minute. How can media be truthful on one person and not on the other if you're going to judge it by that same scale? Can I, can I what did you think, um, Holly and Stan, um, the latest WikiLeaks revelations, especially those that included spirit cooking. And, and, you know, people will say, oh, well, that doesn't mean what, what you say it means. Well, when you take not just that sliver of, of terminology, but when you take, when you look at the entirety of the lexicon, the, the words, the phrases that were used and, to, and put it in the context, yeah, I do, I do suspect it does. Uh, relate to, uh, not just, I won't even say it. It, it, it relates to, to the worst of the worst. What did you think, uh, when you saw that? Or, or, or did that, to, was that less of important to you than? No, I thought uh, it was completely disgusting. And when you couple uh, that with the findings that Alex Jones released, must be maybe eight years ago when he crept into Bohemian Cottage and did a lot of that secret filming. Yes. And he exposed a lot of what they do in there and Skull and Bones and the rest of them. It is a lot of sat- a satanic stuff. And this just further cemented all that together. You know, if I can just take a moment and say this, I I was on with Alex uh, last week a couple of times, and and I had a, a New York uh, NYPD source who's now in the wind. I'm not going to say missing, just MIA just with respect to me, but uh, provided me with information, provided me with some stuff about this. And I was talking with Alex Jones off air, and, uh, uh, I mean, he was... I don't want to say crying. I don't want to say that. But he was, I mean, he could barely talk. This affected him so much, and, and we had a conversation about the, about about God, you know. And I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of people who are 
in this arena, coming to the realization that it's all about God. I just wanted to say that. I don't. I don't know. Well, I think it is, and a lot of these celebs that are all out there, you know, rah rah Hillary, and uh, some of these things that the behavior, like when they had Jay Z and Jay Z and Beyonce on, and you know, is that really who you want to have represent you as the president of the U.S.? Good point. Yeah. I mean, so the vulgar language aside, the vulgarity that, that I mean, uh, it's not just vul- vulgar language, it's vulgarity to the core, um, the very the very essence of vulgarity with these people. And, and I'm talking about the lifestyles as well. Is, is this what we've come to? Holly, is this what we, and Stan, is this what we've come to as a nation? Man. We're a nation under judgment, I'm sure. The fact that we no, no. idolize these celebs when they think they've attained a certain monetary degree, it gives them the right to have a platform to tell other people, especially you know young people that aren't as well-versed in life about how they can be manipulated and have their thinking twisted. So many of those people act... Not the ones that are on the platform so much, but the ones that are just followers on act like they've had their brain sucked out. There's just nothing in there between the ears except cotton. And I'm sorry to see that these people are getting up there and thinking that their comments have value. <laughs> what what of of what value? You know, although, although, and Stan, I remember you talking about this. I don't know when this was. This was at some point, but we were talking, and I remember this very vividly, talking about Obama and Akhenaten. I'm not sure if those were the exact words, but but you know the the oh I don't know the the uh, Babylonian aspect to our government and the Babylonian. Overlay that uh, that was Obama or is Obama, and uh, the effect it's it's had on our country. Right, you know, uh, I'm almost introspective at this point. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I know, I know. I, you know, the whole world is watching this election. Uh, I read something, uh, Holly, I think, has a link up to it on the site there, uh, about a, the Australian government is telling the Australian people here in the United States during the election, don't go out, you know, and stay at home if your apartments are in a hotel. Stay there. Don't go out because you could be at risk. Don't say anything to people about what you're thinking. And it, they've overreacted, but it tells me that the whole world is watching what happens in America the way America goes, so goes the world here very shortly. That has Absolutely. to be an over-exaggeration. As Stan and I were discussing earlier today, we still lived down in Australia when Clinton was in office. And the regular papers down there, the big ones, the Age, the Sydney Morning Herald, those would be you know, equivalent to any of our major newspapers. They were putting out on, in print, and on the news, national news, that the reason Clinton 
was impeached was because he was having it off with Monica Lewinsky. They totally missed the plot that it was because he lied to Congress. That didn't right. even enter their purview. It, it wasn't perjury. It, you know, it's it, isn't that interesting? Um, yeah, it, it's it's it. Oh, I can't believe all this about a specific sex act here. You know, uh, no, it's not about that. It's about perjury. It's about lying a drone. Yes. So you know, I don't put a lot of stock in some foreign newspapers because, as much as they like to keep up on our politics and so forth, they are not here, and often they're just parroting what other papers have inaccurately written, and so it's just like an internet rumor. It goes around and around and around, and often never gets corrected. Well said. <laughs> you, you, you know, folks, uh, we're talking with Stan on Hollydale, in case you joined us late, of course, and Stan um, is, is a every Tuesday night third hour standale for Tuesdays with Stan, kind of like Tuesdays with Maury, except Stan's still with us. Um, <laughs> thank God. Um, but, but it's so great to have Holly with us and, and, and to hear her take and to hear her insight. Um, wow. Yeah. It, it's uh, an amazing day uh, with this election. It's an amazing time we're in and it calls for you know, uh, all of us to step our game up, and and this show was a great addition with Stan and Holly joining yes. tonight on this election night as we uh, muddle through this news. Well, you well, know, how are you guys going to feel when this election yeah. cycle's over? There you go. Like tomorrow or next Monday morning? Um, a relief. relief, even regardless who wins, just relief. Thanks, thank goodness it's over. Let's regroup, let's rest, and then let's go fight. You know. Our next, our next battle. Um, or do you think, think this is going to change different takes people? On that. He's going to feel relieved. And if Trump gets in, I've already told you that I think it's a reprieve. Uh, if Hillary gets in, I'm going to feel eternally sad. Yeah. Just very sad. You know, Joe, yesterday when the three of us were on the phone, you said that you've come to a place of peace. I wish yeah. I could I wish I could get there. I have been peed off for about the last three years and it's it's not stopped, it's not abated. When I took that year and a half off to write prophetic perils, uh, I was still seeing the news every day. But it wasn't, you know, this in your face you know, I'm I'm on it at least six hours a day. And that's just for the website. And then I'm I'm on it in the morning. I look at it during the day. And it just grinds your soul and, and grinds your gut because you see what this country was and where it's headed and what it's become. And that is the, the source of the total sadness. Hmm. Well, no, I feel that too, Holly. I'm just relieved with all the stupid phone calls and pollsters and all the other in-your-face ads. 
uh, are and you know are over um, that part of it is the relief. But I do feel the sadness you're talking about, so we do agree on that. Well, that's good. We're always on the same page. It seems that the, the phone calls have absolutely been relentless. We finally just quit answering the phone yesterday. No less than twenty robocalls. Oh yeah. They always come at dinner. They always come at lunch. You set the phone back down to recharge, and the stupid thing rings again. We we unplugged yeah. our we, we unplugged our phones here at the studio because it just nonstop, <laughs> nonstop. So, we'll hey guys, that. I'm just looking at the Florida details here. Um, it, it's they showed 95 percent of the vote in, but I've been counting the actual uh, vote count. And with all those heavy hitters down in you know uh, Miami Dade and Broward County, they're they're posting the stats telling them that maybe ninety five percent, ninety one percent have already voted uh, of the county, which they hadn't put up before. So it means that there's about four hundred and seventy thousand votes hanging out there all over the state, and uh, Trump is leading now by about one hundred and twelve thousand votes. So it's very possible, it's very possible he could take Florida. And another piece of good news, guys, even though traitorous Colorado has now gone Democrat, they can't change those leopard spots there. Ohio looks like it's going to go Republican. And who has picked the president for the last, what, 40 years? Ohio, yeah. Ohio. That's right. So maybe there is a little bit of a rainbow out there, guys. And I'd keep maybe my eye so. on that. Uh, you know, Virginia, with a 75% reporting, had Trump at almost a nine-point lead. Now with 90% reporting, it's down to point three. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. North Carolina, he's got a three-point lead also. And um, Florida, he's got the lead. And... Um, even in New Hampshire, he's got a two-point lead in New Hampshire with 31% reporting. Uh, very interesting. And well, this is looking good in Ohio, guys. Since you've got, would you say, six graphics there, you could probably check yep. this yourself. Yep. But it's showing 53.1% for Trump, 42.5% for Hillary, with 65% in. Now, also remember that oh, uh, Ohio is like Florida in a way where always late to the party as far as, you know, getting 100% of your your votes counted. It's another one of those states I would watch as the number of overall, the percentage of overall voters continues to climb towards 100. I would bet that the gap between Trump and Clinton closes to a very oh, slow well, margin. You know what, though, what Holly said... Uh, WTOP.com, which seems to be the, out of all the maps I've seen, I, I WTOP.com seems to be pretty close. And, uh, they're having uh, Ohio at 53.06, uh, for Trump and then Hillary at 42.5. Yeah, same as Republican. With 54.3% of the yeah. precincts reporting. So, yeah, who knows? In North Carolina, Trump has a three point lead in North Carolina with 61% of the vote in. Yeah. So you you know what you guys you you're right. Well you, you know what um we're at and the also, end of the one, one last Michigan sure. with only 18% of the vote in uh Trump 50% Hillary 45%. Wow, okay. 
Well, Stan, next time you come on, we we may be, well, we're definitely going to be, we're going to have a new president-elect, but uh, maybe we don't have to mire ourselves in the morass of politics. And Holly, God bless you. Thank you for sticking on with us. And it, that was hey, a, it's an honor. Thank you for oh. the invitation, guys. Prophetic Perils and Dare to Prepare. Stan and Holly Dale. StanDale.com. That's right. Thank, Thank you both. so much. God bless, guys. God bless you. Bye-bye now. All right. Now, normally that would do it for us. Oh, but it ain't going to do it for anybody us. Anybody on Global Star, anybody listening on Blog Talk, come to our YouTube channel to catch the next two hours of our show as I almost got up and packed and walked out for the night. But we got two hours left. An election to be decided. Stay with us. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's oh, right. Wait. Right. The program clock. Yeah. yeah. Scratch that. See, the program and clock. And we're back for the last minute. <laughs> It, little things like this. The program clock had a re, it's reset. Eric, you're fired. No, he's a good. I'll tell you what. Um, no, I wouldn't fire him. But, but in this time, uh, the uh, the states that did go to uh, to Clinton already, of course, and uh, let me just repeat them: Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Venezuela, Iran. and the UAE. Yeah, and Iran. So uh, now, CanonFreePress uh, dot com is our. No, there are partners in this particular show tonight, CanadaFreePress.com. Folks, bookmark that site. Go to that site because they have got their fingers on the pulse of American politics better than we do. Stay right where you're at. We're right back. Stay right with us. <laughs> 